Hello and welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name's David Turner. I'm here with James Farley. Hello. Sean Bell. Hello. And Matt Murray. What is happening? Whoa, he ruined it. He ruined it. We need to work for the tripler. And he ruined it. Um, I'm not sure when you're going to be able to listen to this. I'm, you know, these usually come out Wednesday, but it's Valentine's Day tomorrow. And to be honest with you, it's not worth risking my life to put this podcast <laughs> on the internet. So uh, I'll try and get it edited, but it might be a day late. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, it's been a been an interesting. It's, it's been one of those weeks sometimes. Um, I get to Monday and I think, I can't believe we're recording another podcast tonight. This has gone way too quick. This week, it feels fucking ages since our last show. <laughs> um, what was the follow-up like? Does anyone, Matt, did you pick anything up? Yeah, a few things. Um, Matthew Duffy tweeted to say, lots of adults play on a 2DS. This is after um, you thought it'd be hilarious. I saw Dave, that. It was, <laughs> it was well funny. You know, the thought of me playing a 2DS on a train. But um, Matthew Duffy says, lots of adults play a 2DS. Much more comfortable to hold and can't see the 3D anyway. I guess this is just yeah, uh, see, Matthew's, Matthew's point of view. No, no, you missed out the best bit. You missed out the best bit, plenty which completely ruined everything. Oh, that must be true <laughs> yeah, then. It must be true. All <laughs> plenty of people, men on Roblox are using uh, the 2D out leave off they're not they're not adults <laughs> they're kids in like grown-up bodies we all know that <laughs> same thing count. is right is i question it as well because it's not more comfortable to hold like and it doesn't matter with the 3d or not because with the 3ds you can like tilt it to whatever angle you want and the screen is much sharper the screen on the 2ds is terrible Oh, did you did you see that video that was doing rounds on Twitter yesterday about the new 3DS and how the screens on those things are the most inconsistent yeah. things of all time? It was I was amazed, right? Because basically, there's a vi- there was a video of uh, someone that's obsessed with getting the ultimate new 3DS, and she's ended up buying what was it six or seven of yeah, them seven, yeah. to try and get this because there's two different types of screens they use. One is just insanely worse than the other one, yeah. and um. Sometimes you get one with both bad screens. Sometimes you get one with the top one is a good screen. The bottom one's a bad screen. Well, and then what's bad vice about versa. it? What's worse about it's, it? It's not nowhere near as sharp, nowhere near as bright. The viewing angles are just insane. Like, she just showed it by panning a camera around to the left-hand side a bit. And it was like, whoa. Like, I literally can't see one of the screens. The other screen, you can see crystal clear. Oh, my God. Um, there and, was... And she, they, sorry, sorry I'll, let you, I'll, no, I'll let you finish. I'll just... She was saying, like, even if you do get the, the, the higher quality screen in these things, and it seems completely random, whatever you mm. get them or not, if you do end up with one of the higher quality screens, sometimes the, the colour balance is, like, completely different to the other mm-hmm. ones as well. Like, she's got one with um, two really good screens in it, but the, the one of them's, like, a little bit of a yellow tint. The other one's a little bit of a blue tint. It just, like... And it's become her obsession to try and get, like, the perfect one. So what she's done is there's, a, like, a common problem on the new 3ds where um uh like a fluff gets underneath the the screen like the bit of plastic that goes over uh, the, yeah, yeah. the maybe the screen um and so she sent it off to nintendo to get it cleaned out and she sent it with instructions saying look just put two good screens in it and now i can't wait for her to like she could do a video <laughs> when the new new console comes back i can't wait to see what she ends up with that is amazing um, the worst yeah, thing because no, about- this goes back because uh, this was i remember this was the thing on i don't know if it was the original ds or the uh the ds Lite. the ds I definitely had the problem with the pixels is that what you mean that's right there was dead yeah. pixels but then there was also yeah they just started doing ones where like if it was the only one you'd ever seen you wouldn't even notice but if you compared it to an older one, it was like, oh, shit, the screen on mine is yellow. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that, yeah. 
Um, and yeah, and it just seemed to be potluck. It's amazing, really, because I never... I, like it's never entered my head in terms of build quality of their consoles. Nintendo for me have always been the best. Mm. You know, I've never had a problem with a Nintendo console at all, and the 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 quality always seems really good. I mean, we've always spoken about you know the DS Lite and how you can boot it up three years after it going nowhere near electricity and it's still like got half battery and all that sort of <laughs> stuff. And um, yeah, I've I, the only time I've I've seen poor build quality actually was on the DS Lite when, do you remember the hinges would crack? Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't notice about, you wouldn't notice it at all. And then someone, like there was a post saying, take a look at your DS, has your hinge got a crack in it? And I'll be, I'll open it up and go, oh yeah, fucking has as well. Like, that's really weird. <laughs> My one's, um, the 3DS I've got is, because I've got the new 3DS, like the small one, and that's got like a bunch of weird problems because, I mean, the battery on it, I mean, I, when did it come out, the new 3DS? How many years ago? It will be. I only though, know because it came out around the time of Monster Hunter Four, so it's about two years. Yeah, because two, two years. Yeah. The battery of mine is is wrecked now. Like as in really, like, mine's it, yeah, okay. It hardly lasts like a day. Like if you, you know, in standby, <laughs> hardly like, lasts a day. Okay. You know, the switch has got a three hour battery life. <laughs> <laughs> no, in, in, in standby, like it hardly lasts a day yeah. in standby, and it's like, or I mean, today I, I it was fully charged this morning. Now it's on red, and I've I haven't even used it. It's um that's not so good. It's all those street pass hits. It's you walking yeah. in and yeah, out yeah. of schools, Can't trying to avoid the police <laughs> but you know, to try and get a few street pass hit. The other thing about it is you know because you know you can like change the the plates on it as well, like so you yeah. can have like different designs. But I've always that's found right. that it feels like they're going to come off. Like I've I've just got the, <laughs> the ones that come with it, but they just feel really loose, like they could just sort of come off all the time. You see, is, I, they, I like, ordered make a tappy sound. I I, I ordered a, a Monster Hunter. Thing to go with it, so that basically I changed that on day one, and I just I think I've binned the originals. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was an interesting side chat. Anything else, Matt? F- face plates, uh, just like Nokia's. Um, <laughs> Do you remember? Who had a Nokia thirty-two ten? I have one with um, that where you pressed a button and it, it covered the numbers on the thirty-two ten, and you pressed a button and it slid down. <laughs> it's just completely oh, pointless. It's not it a matrix no function. Phone. Yeah, it was made to look like the Matrix phone, oh. but it was also covered in footballs because I liked football as well. <laughs> so, you, had, you had a football version of the Matrix phone. I had a football <laughs> Matrix phone. Jesus. Yeah. The coolest, cool in, the giant, coolest kid in school. Yeah, you're watching school, giant leather Mac, footballs all over it. <laughs> Do you remember those kids? You'd always get one. I mean, we all like the Matrix, but there'd always be one that turned up at school with one of those long leather jackets on, <laughs> like black sunglasses, and you'd be like... Mate, come on! Yeah. <laughs> you, I, you, you, you still see him now. Like, what? you're not gonna find Morpheus. I in think a that, uh, the second two films were shit. Give it up. <laughs> I think there was quite a few people like that at the Switch event we went to. It was, uh, yeah, yeah. Was yeah, that? Yeah. No, there was just all loads of people wearing backpacks. That always wears me out a little bit. <laughs> what was wrong with growing up wearing a, like a proper like rucksack thing? Mm. No, like. You know, when those two, when you double strap it and that, it just don't, not for me. I, come yeah, on. I just sort of feel like, like, how much stuff have you got to carry around, really? <laughs> Three years. Like, 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 like a messenger bag, fine. But I mean, I travelled down from, you know, the northwest for, for the day and I, I didn't need a bag. I was all right. Yeah, messenger it's bags. It's full of women's phone better. numbers, this bag. <laughs> I don't believe in that, mate. Messenger bags, messenger bags look better, but it's just easier to have a rucksack. I just find What's like, a messenger bag? That's like, you know, like a satchel. 
Yeah, that's what you... I mean, you get away with that. There was a time where you couldn't get, get away, away with it. it. We've all moved on. You can get away with it. You can't get away with, like, a backpack thing. I'm sorry, Matt. Well, so you can. I've, just, I've got a laptop in it. It's just easier than having over the, my the shoulders. The only adults that should, that, like, walk around with those things are the ones on nudist beaches. <laughs> when they get there, they put them on, and they're butt-naked walking around with these rucksacks well, that, that, on. That's what I'm doing can't. on the way to work. <laughs> Just backpack, laptop, dick out, you know. Um, (laughs) When we went to that Switch event, that bag I had, it's brilliant. It's a baby bag. As in, you know those ones that you have that you keep? And and, and I'm getting jipped for a backpack. No, no, it's it's one of those ones that you... Whoa, hold on. Who was pointing at you, Matt? Do you wear a backpack then? Yeah, I I said I wear a backpack because I've got a laptop on the way, you know, take it to and from work. No, like obviously, oh, if you on. if you actually need one, then that's absolutely no, no, fine. No, no, it's no, like, it's no, like people. That, thank you, Sean. No, no, no. I'm just saying, it's it's just people who wear them casually that bother me. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah there's literally no need for that. Um, casually on the weekend, I have a tote bag. Uh, sorry, yeah, exactly. Sean. Uh, sorry, no. James. What were you saying? Like, <laughs> baby bag. Well, no, because the one I've got is from Mothercare because it's from when we oh, used cool. to. Yeah, real, real cool. No, no, it's it doesn't really look like it. But the best thing about it is it's got tons of pockets, you know, because of all the, like the wet wipes and stuff. But also, it's got this really handy bit where you can put a drink in and it keeps it cold. It's um... <laughs> um, actually, I think I've got the same one. I've got a wine black. Uh, that's the one. That's the one. Yeah. It's so uh, black. It's got the uh, little fridge compartment, and it smells of baby sick. It's just about uh, the right size <laughs> to put a laptop in. It's, it's amazing, and you got like yeah, you know, I cold drink. Put any of my laptops in it because it's, it's full of like crumbs and like <laughs> smashy tissues. And that's before I even got involved. Saying that, I do. Speaking about backpacks, and I'll admit, do, do you remember my old laptop backpack that I had, Matt? Yeah, yeah, that was huge. Yeah, it's someone, you know, when the uh, bloke, you know, when we got burgled and my oh, laptop yeah, yeah, got yeah. stolen, he saw that in the corner and just thought, well, perfect. This makes this makes stealing this man's equipment even easier. <laughs> I'm stealing something to make it easier to steal from him. I was furious by uh, by by the time I got home. But by that point, you've always seen a man walking down the street and you're like, loser, backpack. For a moment then, I thought you were going, bub, 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 bub. Okay, Matt, what's the next Um, thing? Speaking of shit um, banter, Kurt Lewin uh, emailed it, uh, tweeted in, uh, my weird phobia is the noise of rain, uh, uh, noise of rain at nighttime on the window. Uh, This is referring to um, last week when we talked about what what we're each scared of. Um, Really? uh, See, that is weird because I love that. That's like one of my favorites. I find that really relaxing. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. I love um, it. And Kurt Lewin takes it one step further by saying, I drown it out by putting a fan on even if it's cold. Shit. What? I think that would do my head in if I'd suck a fan yeah, on. Yeah. It's annoying in summer, like when you have to have it on because it's because it's um because it's uh, hot and but yeah. I, I like the sound of like rain on the windows. It's nice. You feel cozy indoors, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Worst thing about those fans, and I don't know, I don't know if what fan technology is like now, but the worst ones about those fans <laughs> oh, Jesus. is is when you know when they click. You know the ones with the little spinning like cylinder thing at the top of them, and they move left and right. Y- yeah, and you could yeah. click and you could push the cylinder down, and then they stay, yeah. stay straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots in place, Do you know yeah. when they break a little bit and they're supposed to turn right, but they don't, and so they just click and like sort of shudder just yeah. a little bit. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. just winds me. I like that makes me feel <laughs> sick inside. <laughs> this is that my office is full of those ones. It's just everything just clicking off all over the place. It's a fucking mate, nightmare. Mate, everyone's using those Dyson ones these days. I haven't seen those like, no, clicky things for what, years. The blade ones. Yeah, you can't move them in my office. Well, the blade. Oh, yeah, because you work in a cunt's office, don't you? Let's face it. <laughs> no, um, not that no one bought air them, Matt, and that's 
no one bought them that and that's why they've tried to turn them into hair dryers <laughs> which is also something that nobody's using dyson are fucked mate they make good hoovers but they, they can't fucking invent anything else they're a nightmare um <laughs> where do we get where i do don't we go know with this? um sam wiley um tweeted in um Hello, sam saying the computer game pod game of the year is now only 13 pounds on psn uh, i've just checked and it's still 13 quid so trackmania oh, turbo you've got to get it. 13 quid turbo. To get involved everyone get that it's good get game. involved you will not um you'll not regret it um although it is disappointing that there's barely any hundred um p- player uh servers up at the moment Oh, really? actually i think there's about 80 people playing it online at the moment and it's uh it's a little Jesus. bit disappointed but it's a, hard to get I've knocked it down i guess mm. i guess uh so get it and get on there because it's well good um we had some uh some other follow-up from um a guy called woo ben this may have actually also come come from the midnight resistance um uh <laughs> Discord, but we'll take it anyway. Discussion of Emily Rogers' prediction of switch sales numbers. <laughs> um, does she have any experience or knowledge in the consumer market? No one could predict something like this. Then Dave goes on to make several predictions on the consumer market. Dave? <laughs> Who's this person? Uh, it doesn't matter. Wu Ben is his <laughs> name. <laughs> Wu- Do we know this person, Sean? They're from the Midnight Resistance. It's from the Midnight Resistance Discord. It's someone called Wu Ben. I, I, beyond that, I don't know who they well, are. Everyone knows Wu Ben. Can I Where can I just say, Dave? did people not understand what I was saying last week? Because I th- <laughs> that means absolutely nothing. Did I not at one point did I say she wasn't allowed to make a prediction? My my it, anger it sort of was sounded not, like that though a bit. No, no it didn't. If <laughs> it, you actually listen to what I said, well, and I didn't didn't actually actually didn't listen to it said that it's pointless making predictions. That's what you're you said. talking over yourself. You're talking over yourself. <laughs> right, calm down. Oh. I know you think you've got you've got something here. You've got a bone. That's Correct. fine. Calm down. <laughs> I smell right? blood. I never said she couldn't make a prediction. I said, why are we talking about her prediction? Of course she can make a prediction. I think they're going to make about this much amount of money. I think they're going to sell these. Why? Well, because of this, whatever. All of a sudden, we're sitting here discussing this person's prediction who has no ties to Nintendo whatsoever. Why were we discussing it? That was what I was saying. Because she was a pro- she's a prominent nintendo uh writer Le- and she leaks she leaks shit she leaks that well nintendo <laughs> no, no, are doing no, no, this no, no, no. nintendo she are doing that because she's, she she's not michael pactor she's not like, turning around michael pactor well, if whoa, 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 we're getting totally <laughs> confused here she, she, she's someone she's like a prominent nintendo you know uh games critic journalist whatever you want to say she's got you know uh a uh, well-respected blog for nintendo stuff she had a say in her point of view on these things and, and that's that what's wrong with that no, there's nothing wrong with that. She can say that. That's totally fine. Good. But we Emily, were going. You're, hmm. you're forgiven. We 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 we, we, we like James was going. <laughs> hmm. So so Nintendo are going to sell 16 million. No, that's what this person has said. Yeah. But I don't so think what's, they what's, are. Hang on, hang on. You've just said it's perfectly hang all hang right on. for her to have like an opinion on this because of, of her background. Can. Why really am I then not allowed to have no, an opinion about can, her opinion? Mate, anyone can sh- have an opinion on it. Anyone can. <laughs> Right. What would you do if the, right, we get to the news section right, of this show and I go, my dad reckons they're going to um, sell 4 million units. What do you guys think? Do you well, think 4 I, million? I'll do you say, think my has dad's your dad got any connections to Nintendo? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. And we, then we, just... we established that she did have... And yeah. then you still got upset because you didn't want to talk about it. And then, <laughs> so, oh, no, 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 no. That, that is not what happened. That's not what happened at all. You were putting... You were elevating this opinion, like, as if it, Nintendo had outright come Absolutely out and... Absolutely was not. Like, it had been linked, linked internally. 
Yes, she did. did Why he? the fuck were you even talking about it? Why didn't you turn <laughs> yeah, around Ben's and say, fault, here's, here's what I predict. If you had turned around and said, here's what I predict, how, ma- how many units they'll sell, right? I would have openly t- got a call. Okay, why do you think that? Oh, really? Yeah. Well, you know, that, that's how discussion goes. Instead, we had, this person thinks this. Right, okay. Well, no, what are we going to do said, with that No, 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 that isn't what we had. We had, this person who's got ties, you know, some sort of ties to Nintendo thinks this. What do we think about that? Yeah, and I, then and then I, I said it. How much does she know about the consumer market? How much does she know about the consumer market? All we know is that she leaks little details about Nintendo's next machine little and what details. Nintendo are up to, right? She's, she's, is she, uh, does she know much about the consumer market? Is she projecting sales from internal leaks or is it just an opinion she said? And then, uh, oh, oh, but why are you getting angry? No, I just want to know why we're discussing this opinion what what like what what's because this what's was special an opinion. about this opinion no, because this well, was she, an opinion that she, got that she said, created quite she a lot of discussion that, on that Twitter. You, she did say that there would be a new Mario game, so oh, her prediction's probably right. No, listen, no, we James. We're talking about whether it was right or not. <laughs> Dave, we were talking Dave. about the fact that she had <laughs> an opinion. <laughs> and it, what's wrong with being a? This is ridiculous. I don't know Dave, why you get so Dave, angry Dave, about it. Dave, did Emily Rogers dump you or something? Something. Did she take you down from the school dance? <laughs> she's blocked you she on Twitter, hasn't she? Yeah, she, yeah. she didn't have the chance to dump me because she didn't reply to my emails, Matthew. No. Um, all I'm saying, right, there are a lot of opinions out there, James. Right, We do a two-hour show a week. We can't discuss everyone's opinions at all times unless they have something uh, unless different. Unless they've got or certification, even, is that what you want? It's yeah, that's, that's basically some... what you're saying. Yeah, it's, We're not allowed to discuss anything that anybody says unless it we're comes directly from a press release. Hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. We're allowed to discuss anything you want, James. But have I got to sit here and just be like happy about it? You're not is happy that, about is that anything. what you're saying? <laughs> I can I, I I could cut that and say this is shit. I could say, Oh, I don't want to talk about this. Or is that is that not allowed? What sort of rules are we implying on this podcast? You're the one who's laying down the rules by saying like what you said last week, you just kept on saying, Why are we talking about this? Yeah, yeah what's yeah, this? I about? questioned why we were talking about it. I didn't say we're not allowed to talk about this, I'm editing it out. You're going, Oh, you you have to like what we're talking about, David. I didn't say you had this to like it, I just said I didn't see why deeper. you got so annoyed about it. And the, 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 my point is anyone's allowed to have an opinion. Of course they can. Everyone's allowed to predict things. Of course they can. I never said they couldn't. What I'm saying is, why are we talking about it? And you had nothing. That's you had not nothing true at all. to we, back it up. We now, absolutely now, had something to back it up. Think about it. We were just talking just then about like the background that she's got, the track record she's got about the yeah, things yeah, she James, said and everything. This is a week later, mate. This is a week what? later. That's what we were what talking about last week. B- what did you say last week? Exactly said, the same said, thing. Well, she's leaked things about the Nintendo, and I said, "Yeah, but what does she? What knowledge does she have the consumer market?" And you went, "No, she leaks stuff never about Nintendo." We absolutely never yeah, said she that. Did. Go back and play the tapes. Go back and play the tapes. Please, <laughs> one, dig them out. Can we get on, can we get on to yeah. the uh, the most important uh, thing that we Ben pointed out? Um, was a few minutes later after that he just said did Sean just say paper scissors stone <laughs> I did I don't know what came over me uh, I apologise <laughs> I don't know is I don't know bad? why it wasn't rock paper scissors oh yeah um, it's rock paper scissors is it I <laughs> paper scissors stone uh, so yeah I do apologise um, the, the last hey, wait oh, James wait. right and another thing <laughs> no, okay, I'm joking I'm joking <laughs> you can't let it go can you you can't let it go because you, you got all excited <laughs> oh yeah we've got him 
and then you haven't. Well, and now you're like, obviously, because, oh, you know. Oh, <laughs> you, we did back it up by what we said this week. No, James. No, that's not how time works. <laughs> that's not how time works. <laughs> you're an Anything idiot. else, Matt? Go on. Yeah, uh, the last major bit of follow-up, I guess, is um, we had another mix of last week's episode. Um, wasn't done by Capone. Uh, can we give out this guy's Twitter feed? Well, it's um, what's his Twitter thing? It's uh, it. Well, have, his name is Mark Murphy. Um, I know that much. <laughs> yeah. His his Twitter handle, if anyone wants to go find his stuff, is um, Sean Pooter Games. So it's um, S <laughs> H O. What is it? S H O M Pooter Games. Sean Pooter Games. Um, yeah. Mark Murphy's on the mix uh, of last ep- well last week's episode um, and and probably but with some bits of the episode before, but um, we've tweeted about it, um, so you you should go and have a listen. It, it's on YouTube. Um, I think we've probably retweeted the the, the the link to the video, but um, yeah, go and have a listen. Um, have we retweeted it? Not everyone is a fan. Um, Luke Boardman up with Nail on Pie says it's like Capone but without the subtleties. Hashtag Pound and Capone. <laughs> And then uh, Neil Harmon ha- uh, Harmon on Twitter That was far superior than the shit fest That Capone subjected us to last week Ooh, so I mean, That's good isn't it n- Not a fan not a fan. Um, I thought it was amazing But it is on our Twitter, f- Twitter feed um, And I'll retweet James, it James have you heard the final edit of his stuff yet I have yeah Did you hear what he did to you I did yeah. Who's one? Let me just, Which one For those when he changed your voice to say stuff that no i've not heard i've not heard that one no i heard the brilliant the, the we're gonna one. play this right okay so um the youtube channel you want to look for so basically this sean pewter game guy right is taking episodes of our podcast and editing them uh in a very capone star way but as you know with cutting out all the chat and just making noise with with our podcast um you can find them mark murphy on uh youtube i think you have to search that's m-u-r-p-h-y um and this is what he did to james i i I, hopefully it's at the right bit one sec i'll tell you what I got a really good, reasonably satisfying cock. Well, you see, I've played with the microphone every night since Feudal Japan, like a, a longer time ago. Yes. But it still doesn't feel forced. Did I did I send you that picture, Dave? The one of me gyrating around in my pants. But I'm a pretty much a sex addict. I don't really care because touching my boner, not in a weird way, um, it's good. Well, I a lot of crap out in my cock. Used underwear. Not that. But it still doesn't feel forced. Did I did I send you that picture, Dave? The one of me gyrating around in my pants. I'm a pretty much a sex addict. I don't really care because touching my boner, not in a weird way. Um, it's good. Well, then, a lot of crap comes out in my cock. Used underwear. <laughs> uh, so thanks for that. Yeah, that's pretty that's good. good. <laughs> I was genuine. I was genuinely. I genuinely had to pause it in my office because I was laughing so hard. Like I had tears coming out of my eyes. Oh, amazing! So, anyway, uh, I've, I've just retweeted it. It'll be on our Twitter feed. Um, but if you want to tweet us, it's at Computer Game Pod or the Computer Game Show at gmail dot com. If you want to give us any feedback on this episode or any episode, or if you want to make a mix, whatever, uh, those are the ways to contact us. Smooth. Um, Sean, news. News. Uh, right, that first bit <laughs> took ages, didn't it? I'll I'll try and be quick. Um, so there's going to be a Castlevania TV show. 
yeah. on Netflix. It, is this live action or is it animated? It's animated. Well, they haven't said, but uh, Adventure Time, um, the, the production company that do Adventure Time uh, called Frederator um, are the ones doing it, which suggests it is going to be a cartoon. Yeah, right. that's I what I thought. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, like Warren Ellis is writing it. <laughs> like he's written two seasons of it, apparently. <laughs> um, so brilliant. <laughs> so yeah, that that could be so at least, amazing. At least somebody's doing something with Castlevania because Konami sure as hell aren't. Don't yeah. care about it anymore. <laughs> I, I've never played a Castlevania game, but does that have quite a oh, rich and storied history? Oh, for uh, goodness sake! Yeah, but it's not told. Like it, the dialogue's like mostly terrible, often you know memorably and comedically so. But um, yeah, they're not like engaging stories, really. Um, uh, what else? E uh, three this year. Um, normal people are allowed in if yes. they pay. Fuckload of money. Two hundred fifty dollars a ticket. Yeah. Um, tickets yeah. are already on really sale, so no doubt they've already sold out. Yeah, it's, um, it's really that expensive. Yeah, so yeah. The they're is, only I mean, allowed. It's only you... fifteen thousand members of the public, which is actually like, I mean, that's nothing compared to, well, even compared to EGX. Yeah, I would yeah, guess. EGX is way more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I mean, apparently, like, obviously, we've never even tried to go. Uh, apparently, it is a lot like EGX in that it's you can just be like, "Here's a link to my blog. I'm a member of the press. Please let me in." Um, not that I'm slagging off EGX for that. We've definitely, you know, we, we've dined well on that attitude for, for a good few years. So um, much appreciated. But yeah, apparently, E3 is much the same. And like, you still have to pay to get in, but it, you know, proving that you were supposedly press was not difficult. Um, Do you get yeah, anything extra? Like, is it just uh, tickets to enter, or is it... Do you get stuff? Well, it makes like, you wonder, like, do you even get... Like, anything? do you just get in on the show floor? Like, because... So you'd still miss, like, the, the keynotes and stuff. You still have to watch them in your hotel room. Apparently... No, surely, surely it's tickets to the keynote speeches as well. Because apparently there's going to be more events as well at it this time. But they're going to do some, like, panels and panels, things like yeah. that that they don't normally okay. do. I, I don't think... I mean, those E3... Um, if I think about to last year's E3 shows, the Microsoft, that at least had loads of like, people like standing near the front. Of those seemed like they were regular people rather than press. No, um, they were Microsoft employees. Usually, I was going to say, yeah, usually paid <laughs> to be there, aren't they? <laughs> I, I, mate, I tell you what, the end is nigh, isn't it? This is, this is um, their attempt to transition over to it being a consumer event. It's, yeah, it makes you wonder. Like, ob- like, obviously, this indicates that just being a supposedly inward-facing thing just doesn't work anymore and obviously you know we've all said like like with all the conferences and stuff they they've not been aimed at the press for a long time they've been aimed at i mean obviously you know a lot of e3 stuff ends up in mainstream press which is huge um but everyone's watching the stuff at home it's it's not you know like when when there's a bad e3 presentation people are like oh yeah but it's for the it's for the shareholders in it? it's for the investors bollocks it's been bollocks for years um because they know that millions and millions of people are watching them all over the world, like it's it's been consumer facing for ages. This is this yeah, is of course. I suppose if it, just being if it a was bit more all honest business, we would not see them. Yeah, this is this is them transitioning over to because it's not, you know, it's not a big press thing anymore. The press are going to report on it regardless. Yeah, um, and you know, the, even the companies seem less and less interested in doing them. Yeah, I mean, you know, um, it says says on on the, the Eurogamer piece that. People like EA and Activision already have their own events anyway, away from the show floor. 
which mm. means like which means that's less revenue from them, and that's what the three people are trying to recoup. I guess uh, falling revenues from from people who would normally be there with huge booths. Well, it always, yeah. like, it makes it, you it always wonder, feels like no like, one really cares. It's like it's because really it's like the first couple of days, isn't it, when they do the um, you know, they do those big keynotes, and then yeah. the rest of the stuff doesn't really matter that much, does it? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The rest of the world sort of stops paying attention yeah. after the. I mean, we keynotes. do care. I I love it, but at the same time, it's not what um people think it is. And it, yeah, as Sean says, it hasn't been like that for a while. I've just got mm. a feeling that this year's E3 now that you can buy tickets, right? Um, and it's James's turn to completely avoid E3. Someone's going to spot him in the crowd. That's the way we've one of those it. fake noses and glasses on, and that little moustaching underneath for just like looking left and right. I like, the rules it. were that you can go on the internet to check news, and Jay- the way around it is for James just to pay the money and fly to LA. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who, who are maybe a new listener, but um, I, I don't know what we're doing. Basically, last year, for last year's E3, uh, Dave avoided all news um, for, for a couple of days, and then we recorded a show during E3 and then told him the news that happened. Some, Most of it real news, some of it uh, fake news. Um, and this year, Oops. it's James's turn to avoid uh, any E3 news, and then we'll do the same to him. And it's me in that? 2019. Are we doing this? What do you mean, are we doing this? Are we? Are we? Do we give a shit for people that don't know what we're talking about? I mean, are we <laughs> going to explain everything now? Is this how we're going forward, Matt? Just when thought did you I'd decide explain this? it for some people who are late at the event. Fuck them! You don't. You, you turn up late to the party. You don't know what's going on. Simple as that. Catch up is the answer. There. They're all Dave's on the like, Look, I want five listeners, and I don't want any more. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Sean will be happy with that because he hates things when things get popular. Yeah, exactly. Um, be good. Um, uh, what else? Right, James. Yeah. The, Ninten- the Nintendo Switch is shipping without a web browser. Or anything. Or any media yeah. apps or anything. Yeah. How, do we, how, do we, how do we feel about this? <laughs> we see, I, I think this is a terrible idea. Like, I really, really think mm. it's a terrible idea. I mean... The web browser, maybe not quite so much, but particularly like the no media apps thing. And I know that there's the yeah. whole argument of like, oh, we've all got these on every device ever around us. But the thing is, is this is like a portable device. And they were talking about this on The Verge. And they were talking about the fact that, you know, when you go away somewhere or you, you take something with you, you take like your phone, maybe you take like, you know, your laptop or you'll take something else with you. This means if you've got like a device like the Switch, which plays all that stuff as well, it means you don't have to carry so much stuff. You can just take this mm-hmm. with you. It's um, yeah. it it makes so much sense to have that stuff, and I don't, I and also to sell it to other people as well. Like people that are more casual, people are more likely to mm. be interested if it has that kind of functionality as well. You know, it's like you don't, you know, you buy this, it does all these things, and also it plays games. It's like I don't understand. James, can why I ask you there. a question? Go on. Can I ask you a question? If this had an internet browser, Netflix, BBC iPlayer, and all that, um, out of the box. Mm-hmm. Would you ever use that stuff yes, on that? Yes, because I've used... Bollocks. No, 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 listen to bollocks. me. No, 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 no. Because I've used Fucking the web bollocks. browser. No, I've used the web browser on the on the, uh, on the the Wii U quite a lot. Because... Why? No, no. Why would you ever do that? Because, fun fact, it's pretty good for watching illegal football streams. Because... <laughs> is it, not, so, is that, so someone said to you. So, yeah, so, so James, come on. Someone so told me that. Yeah. Because you can, like, you can, you can, yeah, you can bypass all the adverts, I heard. 
And so James, <laughs> James, 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 I'm not being funny, mate. You, if if it had all that stuff on there, you would not use it. Yeah, no, I would, it's totally no, different no. because this is a portable device. There's even more chance, you know. And James is absolutely right. I, I think this is a, nah. I think it's a massive fuck up by not having not having a browser and iPlay and stuff. I think I think it's a massive fuck up on paper, Matt. But you would never use it. I'd yeah, never do, use yeah, it. Yeah, we I, wouldn't because we're phone. the kind of people. No, on, yeah, we're the kind of people that don't that have all that kind of stuff, but other people don't, David. Not everybody is like as like packing tons of devices like wherever they go, and it's like they don't need to. They do everything on their phone. Everyone does everything on their phone. Everybody does that, David. Yeah. Well, uh, they, well like, who are you talking about? Who are these people that are going to be okay, infuriated? Put it this way, right? What's I okay. I've got like an iPhone like six plus, right? And yeah. I would much rather use a, use like a tablet of the size of the Switch to like watch stuff on Netflix. I'd much rather do that if I had the choice. And that would be another selling point of like another reason why I'd want to buy it. You'd buy it just so you you would. No, that would, would be it. the selling. That's point. the whole point. That would it's be the not, selling point. No, no, no. That's what you're not understanding here. It's not the sole selling point. It's a nice addition. It's something which is. Yeah, no, which I, it, can help you're, you. you're absolutely right. It's a nice addition. It would be nice to have, but. Really? Is it this? This going to be the thing that's... But then why not have it? And the only reason they're not having it is because Nintendo are too cheap to pay the licensing costs or whatever for any of this stuff. That's the only reason. <laughs> well, I, said, I mean, because I, I know your other point that you made in on WhatsApp, James, was probably this is more of a security worry, yes. right? Because yeah. because this is where a lot of vulnerabilities have, have been found in previous bits of Nintendo hardware. Yeah, they go through the web browser. Um, it's a... Yeah. So, I mean, I sort of get it, but... But yeah, I, I I do feel I see what Dave's saying, and probably never use these things. But also, part of you thinks like, oh, just go on, just do it. Like, how much effort is it for all the money you've spent on R and D for the for the entire console and the interface and the you know the APIs and everything? Just fucking put a web browser and Netflix. But they said on that it's it. never coming, or it's not. <laughs> no, no, it just at, not at least at launch. launch. Yeah, but then yeah, they also yeah. said that whole like we're just focusing on the games, like, all three of them. You know, it's like, that's the whole thing. It's ridiculous. Oh, that was cutted. James <laughs> thought about that one, didn't he? He came up with it a second ago, but yeah. I, I, guess, <laughs> I guess my issue with this is, um, will I be able to get on, like, public Wi-Fi on the train with no browser? No. Nope. Mm. Since you mentioned that, when you first mentioned that, right, I was like, oh, that's fucking hilarious. Of course, we, uh, of course you won't be able to. Pretty sure you will, because there are other devices that do that, right? Well, they come up with that weird little pop-up thing rather than a um, like it's like a notification rather than uh, the, than trying to load up the browser completely. Well, this what is what it? we were saying the other day because I mean, like Nintendo had some deal with the cloud. You know, the service called the cloud. You know, which David thought was hilarious that I said that they had the cloud. It was just the day. way you said it. Maybe they could make a deal with the cloud. I know. It, for <laughs> some reason, you didn't know that there was a company can... called the cloud that provides free Wi-Fi. Of course <laughs> I knew it was the way you said it. You tit. Stop being so. Oh, just all, all the time now. You're like, oh, oh I'm really going to show David up here, and you don't, and you just embarrass oh, you yourself because you just say ridiculous things that don't make any sense okay, at listen, all. You're James, always trying James, to go James. for an angle to have a go. James, Guys, James, the, James, the take your voice down an octave, right? Cloud. Let me let, let, let me try and let me try and just make you look better on a podcast. Take take the voice down a little bit and then you sound less stressed and then I've I've not won that way, have I? When you get all stressed and oh but no then I've won. I've won James. No, you haven't you know I mean? you're a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> Right, so they're going to make a deal with the cloud. Yeah, like they did with the DS. And so with that, you could get online, and there was no browser there either. And you could use it for, like, playing Mario Kart and stuff in McDonald's so, so or whatever. So how do you log in to the cloud on I DS and stuff? 
I think they must. I think it have... just recognised that it was a 3DS, didn't it? Yeah. it just let you in. Yeah, just I, let I, you through. I, that, that's fine if you can access the cloud. But like, if you're on, you know, like the main train from London to Edinburgh, that that that's you know, it's a virgin, <laughs> just a virgin train. No, I'm talking it's about like, one, one of the biggest main lines of train in Britain. Ever. You have to like go go on a browser to log into Virgin's Wi-Fi, or whatever. Yeah, that stuff could be a bit annoying. But I, I, I yeah, I, it'd be I interesting yes. to see how they. Yeah, get around that. I, I don't. Because it would be weird if that's not in there. Because obviously you're not going to have the ability to take it through like 3G or anything. So how the hell would you use it on the internet? Yeah, uh, I guess I could. But hope at the same to time, tether to my phone. But tether, I was going to say yeah, tether it. But that's. But this is yeah. also Nintendo, and you know they're terrified of the internet as well. So maybe it won't have it at all. Mm. Uh, right, next next thing. Uh, have you fucking seen this new humble bundle? I saw that today. Yeah, it's amazing. I've literally so- just seen it. Yeah. So this is the the humble freedom bundle. Um, uh, basically, hundred percent of the proceeds go to charity. Humble are also well, they've also say they will also match the first three hundred thousand dollars. They smashed that a long time ago. That took about half an hour. Um, so they're putting another three hundred thousand dollars into charity. Charities are where are they? ACLU, which is the American Civil Li- uh, Civil Liberties Union, which could do with a few bob right now. Um, Doctors Without Borders and the International Rescue Committee. Right, I'm just going to try and do this in one breath and see how we go. This is what is included in this Humble Bundle. Some of these are books, some are games, mostly games. Right, here we go. <gasps> the Witness, Stardew Valley, Subnautica, Day of the Tentacle, Overgrowth, Nuclear Throne, Octodad, Dadliest Catch, Invisible Ink, Super Meat Boy, World of Goo, uh, Mushroom Eleven, No Time to Explain Remastered, The Stanley Parable, Super Brother Sword and Sorcery EP, Super Hexagon, VVVVVVV, Information Does Want to Be Free, Audiobook, I know, sorry, I couldn't help it, Walk Away Chapter 1, Preview Audiobook, R in a nutshell, second edition, uh, Guacamole, The Swapper, 30 Flights of Loving, Spirits, Human Resource Machine, Rockets, 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 uh, The Boys Volume 1, A Little Gold Book of Ghastly Stuff, The Smart Girl's Guide to Privacy, Practical Tips for Staying Safe Online, Any Empire, 2064, Read Only Memories, Virus Named, fuck it, Virus Named Tom, Seven Gun Steps, What Ancients Begat, Mini Metro, Retro Game Crunch, Tower of Guns, Walking Mars, Waking Mars even, fuck it, uh, Song of the Deep, Monster Loves You, AI War Fleet Command, Sproggy Wood, Hot Tin Roof, The Cat That Wore a Fedora, Secrets of Raytecon, Girls Like Robots, Ellipsis, Streamline, N- Ninja Pizza Girl, and Robot Roller Derby Disco Dodgeball. And they might add more later. That- so basically a load of old shit, really. Man, there's loads of good stuff in there. That, that, that sounds worth it for Stardew Valley alone, let alone all the exactly. other great I mean, stuff. Exactly, so... I mean, yeah, so, all right, so uh, definitely worth having. You've got The Witness, Stardew Valley, Subnautica is still early access, but I know people who really enjoyed it. Day of the Tentacle, if you've never played it, definitely it's worth great, the part. Are you literally yeah. going through them all again? <laughs> no, it's just that they've put, they've put all the best ones at the start, haven't they? Um, <laughs> here's, all the, here's all the games, and now let's go through them again with a little opinion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nuclear Throne's great. Octodad. Um, it's all right. I, wasn't yeah, it's, I still want to play that. People think it's really funny. It's really yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't um, believe, can it I can't believe that's not been on PS. Oh, I, there you go. I can't believe that's still not been on PS Plus. It's weird, isn't it? That was yeah. like one of the first ones they were pushing at the launch of the PS4, and uh, yeah, it just yeah. went quiet. Yeah, uh, Invisible Ink um, is apparently amazing. This was on PS Plus, and I tried to play it on the PS4, but all the text was tiny, so I would rather have the PC version. Um, the, Stanley Parable's amazing. The, the Swap was really good. Sorcery, yeah, the Swap was really good. Sorcery's really good. And it's just yeah, unbelievable. Um, thirty dollars is the minimum buy-in, but I'm that, that's thirty dollars. Fuck that! I'm not made of money. <laughs> next, next news. Um, Splatoon Two is getting a demo in March, although 
don't really know how that's going to work, given that the online infrastructure apparently won't be yeah. in at that point. But um, so, listen to two two. It's it's from the from the twenty fourth to twenty sixth uh, of March. So, did Splatoon one did do one? Is it did didn't it? They it did, did. Yeah, 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 they did those. Yeah. yeah, it's it's like it's it's the one hour like one hour slots that get me. You know, um, on March twenty fifth, it it's one mm. hour from three a.m., <laughs> which is nice in Britain. <laughs> on twenty six, it's one hour from four a.m. Uh, oh, obviously what, a, you're kidding me! Well, no, so, so, well I got. I mean, there's others, yeah, isn't there? That, but basically, there's a few. So, but, it's seven yeah. p.m. So that's fine. Three a.m., eleven a.m. I'm at work. Seven p.m., four a.m., twelve p.m. So, I mean, it hopefully, it will work better than the Splatoon that like the original one did. Because do you remember, did you remember that, Sean? Because there was all that thing where they they had to keep extending it because the servers kept crashing, and they <laughs> and like because they, they kept on like saying, "Oh, yeah, we can get on tonight," and it didn't work. Why don't they just issues. do one of the normal beta things that you see everyone else do? Yeah, I've, I've yeah seen why don't you say, look, that. it's up for two days. But isn't this better yeah. because... Okay, no, I, I don't know if it's better or worse. It, it, it sounds a bit shit, but it, I mean, the fact that they're doing one-hour slots means that they can suddenly test loads of people getting logging on at once, and that's what's going to... I think, that, yeah, I think that's the idea, is that it's proper stress testing rather than just being like, well, let's just leave it on over a weekend and it all sort of levels out, whereas... There's, there's other like, ways of doing that. Like, I mean, it, go on. Most of most of them do okay. Um, you know, open beta like they usually do. You know, where you get it for a weekend or whatever. But they say if you log on between this time and this time, you get an exclusive skin or whatever. You know, there's other ways of doing that to force people to all log on at the same time. Also, than- like if you do that and it doesn't work, that's just going to annoy people and make them think <laughs> it doesn't work. You know, yeah, because like- basically everyone everyone's going to get on at seven p.m. on the twenty fourth, and if it doesn't work in the first ten minutes, everyone's going to go tights. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's more it's more of the fact that like, like you're asking everyone to show up like for a dinner party or something and <laughs> just like saying sorry the oven's broken you'll have to go home now maybe we'll do it next yeah, week okay, it's broken now come back at 3am <laughs> <laughs> no uh, um, yeah I mean it's I mean, yeah, like, I'll, I'll definitely, now, isn't it I'll definitely be there for the 7pm Friday one of course you will. What else you the next morning? Well, well, yeah, exactly. Nothing, nothing else to do. Zelda will be tucked in by then. So, um, yeah, no, I'll, I'll, I mean, I'm not doing the 3am and 4am ones, but I'll probably be around for the others. Right. Okay. You uh, should just, um, you should just play Splatoon 1. Um, yeah, it's fucking same thing. You've got that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, any more news? That's it. That's it. Okay, we can get on to what we've been playing then. We should probably start with Sean this week. All right, okay. Um, I played a game called Refunct, as in defunct, but refunct, which I guess means to fix a thing. Um, This was, I can't even remember why I bought this. It was like a, it was a Steam sale, it was 70p, looked all right, why not? Um, It's such an odd little game like it takes about half an hour start to finish um and all it is is it's like first person and you're on like like some cubes in the middle of like an ocean (laughs) and you jump around and you notice that every cube you stand on changes color like goes from being gray to like to green and then you get you jump up jump up these cubes you get to the top and there's like a special button that you stand on and then more cubes appear like next to the ones you're currently standing on And basically, the whole game is just making your way up and around these cubes, like colouring them in as you go, and then standing on a switch, and then more cubes appear, and then you clamber around those as well, and it just keeps going and going and going. And like, and you just sort of build 
the whole game world as you go by hitting these switches and then being like, right, and then sort of looking around, right, right, what's appeared now, and then trying to get there. And it's just, it's just good. It's like, <laughs> like it's obviously been made with like no budget whatsoever, but like the the controls just feel good. Like you can just at no point do you get pissed off with them. There's no like confusion or frustration about how to reach places. You're just constantly like zipping around doing stuff, and like there's like a there's like a wall jump ability, and then once you figure that out, it's like you start looking at, um, you know, there's like a really high point you've got to reach, and then well, hang on a minute, there's like two posts that are like next to each other, so if I can line myself up, I can just go do 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 and like bounce between them, and then get all the way up. And yeah, half an hour, I was just like, yeah, that was good, I enjoyed that, and then closed it and deleted it, and I never have to play it again, and I just had a nice time. Yeah, but just look at this, it looks really on. nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, that, that that is basically it. Um, if if it's going cheap, like definitely have a go. Um, uh, right. Uh, I also what, finished. What's it on, Sean? Oh, sorry. Uh, this is on PC. I played it. I don't. I don't think it's on anything else. Um, All right. Okay. Fine. Yeah. Um, it's a sort yeah, of so it, 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 it looks perfect for VR. I oh, know it's like a wanky Matt Murray That's thing to say, point. but it looks like yeah, it would yeah, be perfect. Yeah, yeah. It looks very much like a game yeah. called uh, I think it's Tethered on PSVR, where you sort of jump between massive, huge oh, like. Yeah. Uh, well, it looks very much similar to this, in fact. But uh, yeah. it looks class. Yeah. Um, right, I finished Fire Emblem Awakening. Um, and it is probably one of my favourite games of all time now. <laughs> um, like, I can't... It, I talked about it previously, didn't I? I think me and James briefly discussed it. Oh, of course we talked about Tharja, didn't we? Yeah, of course we did. Um, yeah, uh, what, a, what a fucking tremendous game. And like, like, you know when you finish a really good game and sort of you're ready for it to end, but then when it does, you have that sensation of like, well, what am I supposed to do now? Like, what am I? <laughs> like, I don't even particularly want to play anything else. I just want to buy the next Fire Emblem game and play that. But I haven't got any money because I'm saving up for a Switch. Um, yeah, just just unbelievably smart. Like, um, like I won't. There's no point going into detail because it's all about raising these characters and. And sort of getting, you know, like manipulating their, their classes and stuff to get specific abilities and getting units paired off with each other so that they A, have kids and B, um, like help each other out more in battle and stuff. Um, and I just, yeah, just fucking loved it. It's the also the only game I can think of that paints like marriage and like having kids in like a positive way. And like you know, so, so many basically games. Basically, lies to yeah, you. It's then, a work of fiction, yeah. sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the kids are only good because they've, you know, they've. You didn't have to actually raise them, and they just appear like twenty years old because they've come from the future. Yeah, like just amazing. Amazing. Yeah. So uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's just you know, like so many games. It's like if you've got like a kid or a wife, it's like oh no, they're in danger. I've got to save them. It's never just like oh yeah, that is just a positive thing that I have in my life. Like. <laughs> But like in Fire Emblem, because of the way you pair people off and the way that actually helps you in combat, you're always like, like if you're like doing a tough battle, the first thing you do is you make sure that like all the married couples are with each other because they fucking back each other up and they help each other. And that's nice. Mm. I like that. Like it's, it's not something you see often. And then ditto with the kids. It's like, um, again, because they've built, they build that relationship up and they're, they're more likely to help each other out. So you make sure that like these little families all stick together on the battlefield, and I've, I've never, 
seen anything like that in a game so, before. So how, um, how did a married couples help each other? So if you've got a, a couple of characters near each other that aren't aren't married, what, nothing would happen. Whereas if it was a married couple, are they going to counter or, or what are they going to do? Is that you get like, basically, yeah. So you like if you have a unit and it's on its own, and then in a, you know in a, a standard combat encounter, you'll like if you're attacking, you'll hit the enemy. The enemy will hit you back, and that's that. Um, sometimes characters have abilities, so they hit twice or whatever. Um, but then, like, yeah, if, if there's another unit next to them on the battlefield, they will also appear in the encounter. And if they don't have, like, any sort of relationship whatsoever, it's very unlikely that the secondary character will do anything. Whereas, um, the, the sort of the better their relationship is, they'll give you, like, stat buffs, and then there's a good chance that they will also attack alongside your character, or they'll defend your character or whatever. Um, so basically, yeah, if you, like, make sure that you've got all these like solid couples all grouped together they basically just never get hit and just destroy everything it, it, and it's wicked if you have a child next to a parent does a child step in and do something or is there only yeah yeah absolutely like it, it there's like basically any two characters can develop some kind of relationship um but then there's like special like the highest levels are reserved for characters who can get married and have kids um and yeah, and like when when a, like a child comes into the game from the future, they automatically get um like they 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 automatically get like the lowest level of support. Whereas normally you start with nothing, where it gives you a bit of a head start with the kids. So then it's like right, well I'm, I'll work on that because it's it's easier. Um, and it's just yeah, it's just nice that like familial ties are actually sort of celebrated and actually proved to be a, a bonus rather than a hindrance. Yeah, it's nice. You know, it's pretty awesome. Sean, sure. towards the end, you get like you can just sort of like romp through the ending. I think from what I remember, because the characters yeah, basically are like the final so well. boss was was my guy and his wife yeah. who were just fucking untouchable, and it's like yeah, that's cool. <laughs> well, see, the game has permadeath in it, right? It does, but I turned it off because I'm a cunt. Okay, no, that's fine. I don't think there's, you know, <laughs> you don't have to play it that way, I assume. But mm. um, what interests me is how do they deal with losing, like, a child in that situation? Because I well, don't think I'd be all right with that. <laughs> so they, they they sort of cheat a bit in Awakening. I gather, I may be wrong, and I'm sure someone will tweet at us angrily if I am. In the older Fire Emblem games, it's like characters did, like, die and they would be like taken out of the story, and the story sort of rewrote itself a little bit, which is really cool. In Awakening, they just sort of go, "Oh, I'm wounded. I'm gonna have to run away," um, and then they just they can't fight anymore, but they're still in the story, so no one actually dies. Right. Okay. Um, gotcha. It's, it's so just, it's, a, it's just yeah. a child. It's not a child dying. It's just a child bleeding out for sixteen hours. That's yeah, a good exactly. point. Brilliant. And, um, that is a good, so so no, one's, no one's actually dead. Is this the most recent anymore, Which to me game. just felt like a shitty sort of halfway house, which mm. is why I didn't mind turning the permadeath off. A lot of people will, will tell you that is not the proper way to play a Fire Emblem game. But, but a lot of people need to fucking get in line and <laughs> shut their mouths, don't they, Sean? Yeah. Uh, yeah, is this the most recent Fire Emblem game on 3DS? It's no. not, no. This, this is, this is, God, what, about four or five years old, James? Yeah, it's about, at least? I think it's about at least three years old, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so since this, they did um, sort of the Fire Emblem Fates series, which I'm still trying to get my head around. So there's Fire Emblem Birthright, yeah, and Fire Emblem Conquest, which are two separate games, but, unless you buy it online, in which case you pick one and then the other one's paid DLC or something. Yeah, and they they like kind <laughs> of then, link together. One's more focused on sort of like story stuff, and one's more focused on combat, from what I remember. It's, um... Yeah, isn't the the story's basically like there's these two kingdoms and one's like one's nice and one's shitty, mm. 
and you're you were born in the shitty one, but you were stolen by the nice people and raised by them. Mm-hmm. So if you play Birthright, that's your character choosing to stay with the nice people. If you play Conquest, that's you choosing to side with the shitty people. But ah, but you're fixing it from the inside, yeah. So it's all right. Um, but also, but then, but then once you've done those, you can then play. It's just called Fates, isn't it? The last yeah. one, which is like a DLC chapter, which is basically where you go. Do you know what? Fuck the both of you. I'm off. <laughs> also, <I laughs> which is apparently like super hard, but it's the proper story, right? I Conquest think. is also supposed to be, I think, quite a bit harder as well than than Birthright. Yes. It's like yeah, they're yeah, yeah, like yeah, if you're going to play it, you play Birthright first because it's um yeah it's the yeah. it's easier. Yeah, but it's like so if you buy it on the eShop, it's forty quid, and you yeah so you pick Birthright or Conquest, and then you can play the other one if you. I don't know if you have to pay more money or if it, I think you do. Um, and that sort of functions as DLC. And then once you've done that, you can then buy and play Fates, mm-hmm. which is really confusing. It's weird that it's but, a Nintendo game in my head. Why? Yeah. Why? Because it deals with stuff that Nintendo actively tries to avoid. <laughs> I don't know. It depends. Cause I mean, like the Earthbound series or Mother series is like a bit like. You know, yeah, does that kind of thing as well. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just Nintendo like more recently have sort of scaled back doing anything like that. I mean, they don't do like Metroid stuff. I think for similar kind of reasons because it's like yeah, the, the themes in that are a bit different to the uh, the standard stuff. Yeah, but I'm talking mm. about like the the tits and the fucking and all that sort of stuff. It's like <laughs> you don't see it, David. See... It's not like hardcore porn or whatever. It's just. You yeah, know. they just like the characters just get married yeah. and then a child yeah, appears. But the, ca- <laughs> the, the, the characters you've shown me from that game, James, are not far off. <laughs> that was not me pool, are they? for a start. That was Sean that posted those pictures to the WhatsApp and group. You go, and, to yeah, fair, and to be fair, I think woof, I think woof. I think one of those was fan art. So I just really <laughs> yeah, James is fan art. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah, but it is like it's strange. It's funny to you know see Nintendo deal with that sort of shit. It's just weird, like, I don't know. It seems it's, very it's not, different it's, it's from done in a way, Like, obviously, it's all softened, so, like, there's nothing inappropriate in the games. But, yeah, I think, like, in terms of, of themes and stuff, they do aim a bit higher than perhaps a lot of Nintendo stuff does. It's nice. There's a lot of tits in it, though. Yeah, there's a lot, a lot of tits in it. Um, <laughs> no, no avoiding that. Um <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not complaining. Yes. I'm just like surprised. That's all. They're like, I mean, they've they've been known as the sort of family friendly. Um, yeah, I mean, in terms of shying away from things, um, yeah, there's this heavy focus on relationship, but no same sex relationships, as far as I'm aware. Um, that is something that like, people could understandably be upset about. Um, well, they had that whole but, thing with Tom yeah. actually life as well, didn't they? With that, well, yes, yeah. it was a bug. Yeah. Gay people are a bog, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah. Um, well, that, that was what that was basically what they said. Just <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's messed up. Um, yeah. Right, okay, cool. Is that your list? That's me. Yeah, I'll do me quickly because it's very, um, it's not very exciting. I've been playing a game called How to Survive Two on the PS4, which I believe is a uh, PC game from last year, um, the sequel to How to Survive. Uh, believe it or not um it is a zombie survival game and it does some good things and it does some bad things it makes the survival mechanic the survival survival mechanics is something in games that i've never really enjoyed i've it's one of those things that 
I always think that I'm going to enjoy more than I actually do when I'm playing the game. Do you know what I mean? Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. I've got to keep eating and I've got to, you know, find food and water to, you know, keep myself alive and stuff. And then I play, uh, what is it like? Don't starve. And I'm like, no, I'm literally just keeping a little (laughs) bar up every now and then by pressing a button. Um, the way this game does it is is uh, it, they've re- made it really, really simple. So it gets to a point where I have had those moments where I thought, oh, thank fuck, I've found some water and stuff like that. That um, That's the good side of it. Uh, it basically, it just flashes up. when you, you don't see any bars or anything going down. You just, every now and then, you'll just see a little symbol on the top left-hand corner saying, look, you're thirsty, get this sorted. Um, and it's not like, here's how long you've got before you're dead. It's just like, if you're thirsty... You, your aiming's not as good if you're uh, if you're um, not strong enough to carry what's in your backpack with all, all the materials you've picked up then you'll walk slower which obviously in a zombie game is not a good good thing to have happen um the problem with it i mean it looks okay it's like an isometric um look and there's this weird sort of so you're walking through forests and because of the camera, you can't move the camera. You'd think, oh, it's a bit annoying because there's loads of trees in the way. But what it does is there's a sort of weird bubble, like X-ray bubble around you. That So when you're walking through trees and stuff, you can always see your character. But it also means that you can't really see what's in behind the trees just in front of you, which is a good thing because I've had a few moments where I'm like, oh, fuck, okay, right, let's go back um, and stuff like that. Um, you're... I don't think I've explained that it's a zombie thing, but it's a zombie thing. There are zombies <laughs> yeah, everywhere. I just assumed, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> um, uh, which, you know, there's not an original fault in the game when it's come to the enemies. This is the main problem I've got with uh, House to Survive 2. The combat and the enemies are just, they might as well not be there. Um, it's not fun to play in terms of combat. It, you usually... You, you're using like bats and stuff like that. And then you get a gun, which opens up a few other things, but it's really easy to take out one. Um, when you're surrounded by four, it's not that it becomes hard. It's that it's, it, it just means that you can't, when you're battering one, you get hit from behind and it's like, Oh, okay. Is there's not a way of avoiding that. It's just that that's what happens. I, I suppose the way to do it is to drag them out one by one, but it's just, because it's not actually fun taking these zombies out. It's kind of like, I might as well just wade in and see what happens. Um, it's got big fat zombies, and you know what happens when big fat zombies are in these sort of games, Sean? They get <laughs> too explode. close, they'll explode. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's all that sort of stuff, and it's kind of like, if you're doing a zombie game in 2016, d- do something different with zombies. You know, do- you're doing one in 2017. Uh, well, this is a 2016 game, Matt, so take that smart comment and fuck off. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the, um, like, you know when Left 4 Dead come out? That was, I mean, the market was saturated with zombie games. There was loads of zombie games. But what that did was introduce these new ideas and play around with the idea and try and get back. It, it was amazing, really, because it went back to the root of zombie zombies as an idea. You know, like the whole shit you're surrounded. Um, and then, you know, like the amount of zombie films you see where the end is not this bright, colourful, 
ending and yeah we defeated the zombies is actually in a completely fucked up environment where most of the people die uh and it sort of took that idea and added new takes on zombies so yeah that's where you had the the different you know special infected and all that sort of stuff and it felt fresh fresh even though it was using zombies something that we've we've always uh had to shoot in computer games um this does none of that uh and i I'm not quite sure. I mean, it's competent. It works. I haven't hated it, but at the same time, I have no idea who's going to be playing this. Um, uh, you know, it's your usual fetch quest. You meet this guy at the start called Novak, and he tells you to go on missions. So you go do a mission. That, or the missions are always kill 30 zombies or find a, a, a bits to create a gun. You know, it's stuff like that. There's nothing <laughs> or that it's asking you to. It's all fetch quests. Sorry? Uh, go on. Sorry? There's <laughs> a Novak Djokovic no, on, joke. Repeat, repeat the joke again, Matt. Let's all hear <laughs> no, it. No, it's fine. Um, it's a Novak, it was a Novak Djokovic joke. It was, yeah, I mean, some people are cracking up now. <laughs> um. So then you... You know, like, so you just keep doing these missions, you build up your inventory and you start building your camp up. And that's pretty much it. It's got online. You can do it in co-op and stuff. But I tried to do some co-op last night. And uh, unless you're at the same level as the people you're playing against, you can't, it doesn't appear that you can go on the missions that they're doing alongside them because you still need to unlock stuff. Uh, so I found myself entering a game with three other people in it, going up to where they were going on to their next mission, not having the option to do it. So just picking the late, the last mission on that list and just going off on my own. <laughs> and it was kind of like, <laughs> all right, okay. It's like being back at school where everyone else is just uh, more popular and <laughs> getting, you know, I, I just have to go in the corner and play with a tennis ball on my Todd, but, um, with Novak. Yeah. I've still got a lot of, I've still got a lot of, um, I've still got to play it for a lot longer, but right now it feels just a bit six out of 10, if you know what I mean. There's nothing mm. really standing out for me. And um, although I like what they've done with the, the building the camp stuff is a piece of piss to do. And um, the survival stuff is a piece of piss. Um, it looks like it's got layers to it, but at the base level it is really simple and you don't have to, you know, freak out about bars constantly going down. But at the same time, if that, you know, if that's all it is, then that's not very good. Because they do, if the combat's not exciting, if the combat's not fun, then what am I playing this for? Uh, yeah. So that's that game. Do, do you think it would have been better if they called it How to Survive? I thought that, Matt, I thought exactly that <laughs> about 14 times. And then I can't, what was the reason I got, um, I think I come to the conclusion, though, it's better the way they did it. But I can't remember what, why, how I got there. It was kind of like, how to survive sounds like it could still be like the, the first, first one, yeah. game in, <laughs> um, in that series. I, I would have liked it if it is there, how the number two survive is, how to survive two, but T double O. Almost like, look who's talking now. Look who's, you know, that sort of stuff. <laughs> how to survive now. How to survive. Yeah. Very funny. Um, Matt, what you been playing? Speaking of <laughs> zombie games, <laughs> I played the Resident Evil 7 demo. Oh, yeah. Virtual reality. Oh, the demo. 
Whoa. I did it. I actually, it took me, it took me a while, it took me uh, three nights, <clears throat> but I got through it in the end. <laughs> What's like, why did it take you three nights? Because it, it was too scary and I kept having to stop playing. Um, okay, so what moments were you at the point where like you had to turn it off? What happened for me to make you go? The first time, the first night, What take me through your first night on that demo. <clears throat> first night I got um, out of the room so basically you um it's, it's a really super short demo you could put the whole thing in like six minutes if that uh, if you want to do like if you want to get the bad ending uh that is there are other things you can do in the demo but yeah the first i mean even just putting the headset on i was like oh fucking hell this is way too much it's just yeah it's way way too much but i managed to get out of the room and there's no puzzle you literally just have to walk forward and um, but then when you get out of the room it's like a really long there's like a long dark hallway and you can hear sounds above you and it's just, uh, there was a doorway to your left and I, was, I knew, I just was convinced something was going to burst out and, and get me. Nothing did. That was night one. Night two, I was like, okay, <clears throat> I know how to get out of the room. I can do this. And I went into the kitchen. The kitchen's fine. Um, but it, I just, it, there's like a really unnerving sense of, of dread, of a sense that something's going to get you. You can hear sounds off above and I was like, oh God, I'm gonna, I know this is VR, so what they're going to do is they're going to like, turn around i'm gonna turn around suddenly to give you like something in my face um that didn't happen um but it's just it's oh so i was playing it i was like you know really really rather scared of it and my wife jill thought it'd be funny to go you know like <laughs> to make me jump oh god that <laughs> is horrific she thought, oh it's not really that scary and i was like fucking hell jill are you serious <laughs> i was so angry. i'm in a different reality i was so angry I was like look i'm not joking she goes well what, what's so scary about it i was like do you want me to have a go she goes no i don't know i don't want to have a go I thought, geez, don't do that to me. I hate me and may jump anyway. And oh yeah, so that was annoying. Um, Matt, what has your life become now? <laughs> oh no, it's bad. I'm in virtual no, reality. Jill. I'm <laughs> I opened a fridge, Jill, it's scary. That is rule one of virtual reality. <laughs> you don't do that to something with a headset on. So like if I was in the Matrix, you wouldn't just pull the cord out, would yeah. you? Jesus, <laughs> I could be like those man. Yeah, um, yeah. So that, so that was really bad. Um, but I managed to finish it. I'm, I'm so proud I did. Um, although there's one bit which absolutely shit me up, and all that happened was I turned around and a mannequin fell over. But I was like, oh my god, it really, really super made me jump. It was horrific. Um, but yeah, I, I got through. I, I, I got the bad ending. I was too scared to go upstairs. There's like an upstairs you can go to. Um, I was too scared to do it, so I got a bad ending, which basically means you get got at the end of the demo. But I, I'm sure I can go back into it, go upstairs, and get a key or do whatever I need to do. Um, but it's just it's so unnerving. I think I think John Denton said he would send me the uh, the full game. So John, if listening, send send it over. But I think if he does, and I do get to play that, it will take me potentially weeks and months to to get through it because I just had to keep pausing. I, I said to Jill numerous times, "Okay, that's it. I'm done. I can't can't do it." I took my headset off, and I was like. Okay, okay, I'll go back in for 10 seconds. And even though it, 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 it was really, you know, it was far too intense, I didn't actually play it in non-VR mode once. I guess I could have done. Um, but I, it felt like VR was was the right way to play this demo. But even on the day, the, the morning of the night, the morning before I'd even finished it, I, I was excited to go back to it, even though I, even though I knew it really scared me. So I, I really, really want to play the, uh, the full game. And although I hear the first hour is really, really bad, there's just loads of jump scares and stuff. Uh, I, I, I think I've done the demo and hopefully I should be able to handle the full game. But it's just so intense. I think it looks fantastic as well in VR. It looks great. It sounds great. Um, yeah, it's it's really, really fucking scary. Because it is, you're basically in like a, you know, a freaky haunted house with like, you know, 
scary stairs and noises and stuff. And if I was in that, if I was in a real house, it would be it would, it would freak me out. But um, um, it two things. First, don't hold your breath with John. I mean, he he said to me the other day, "Oh, do you want to borrow um Watch Dogs too? I'm still waiting on that. <laughs> in fact, actually, he said, "Do you want to borrow Watch Dogs too, David?" I went, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." James has been raving about it. I'll try it out. Nah, actually, you wouldn't want. You wouldn't bother. I wouldn't bother if I were you. You wouldn't like it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Second, <laughs> secondly, um, if Jill would turn around to you and said that the bloke in the office, uh, a bloke in her office, had completed Resident Evil Seven, would you that made you instantly put the helmet back on? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was like, "Tell you done right, what? having this." <laughs> <laughs> Tony from the council's done what the prick I'm going to finish on hard it just shows you how mental we are but, but the, the, the weird thing about playing in VR is that I, it felt obviously it feels more real because that's how I whole deal with VR but I, I felt like I was doing things that maybe in real life I would also do if I saw a doorway I thought okay suck yourself up Matt and just like bombed her doorway and I feel like if I was just playing the game without VR I don't know if I'd play it that way I will just probably play it more as like a regular game but i felt like i was playing more as if i was uh, how i would how i would react in real life um apparently i think regular games can simulate that though because um i totally got that with uh gone home like just for, yeah. every time i walked into a room i was like where's the light switch yeah no i, <laughs> I definitely did that in gone home but the thing with gone home is that i wouldn't have in real life you know, crawled around the outside and opened every single drawer. And so, you know, for, for me, Gone Home didn't feel realistic. I think if I played Gone Home, maybe in VR, maybe I would have done things differently. But I also definitely did the whole light switch thing because Gone Home also scared me uh, quite a lot. But um, yeah, uh, Resi 7, uh, it, it looks great and I'm, I'm eager to play the full game. Oh God, you got to film that. Uh, it does kind of lay off with the, the pure scare stuff yeah i hear it's the, the first hours is 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 really it's really it's got a lot of scare things it's got jump scares and whatnot but after that it goes into much more standard resident evil stuff and yeah i also yeah. obviously you can play the whole game of vr but i was talking to john denton and he said that it's it's fine and really good but in the combat scenarios it's not it's not as responsive obviously in terms of turning right. you have it has that sort of 30 degree circle thing where you press right on the right stick mm -hmm. it just moves in 30 degree increments i think you can you can turn it off and mm -hmm. when i was playing robinson on psvr i turned it off and i was just playing um as you would do a regular fps so maybe it's just a case of getting used to mm -hmm. it but yeah it, it could be that combat scenarios are way too intense in vr but uh yeah i'll i'll, I'll think i'll try and give it a go it, it will take me years potentially it's just it's it's way way too intense um, as well as that, I, I've played a little bit of uh, Doom. I just played another level, so I haven't got I haven't got an awful lot to say about that. But um, do, um, do Doom actually surprised me when, when even the second level there's a lot more verticality than I thought Doom would Doom would have. I mean, I haven't really seen much of this game. I've, I've tried to avoid it, but it really impressed me how much you can like jump around all, jump around the level to to get sort of height on on enemies. And there was quite a lot to do. Uh, for some reason, in my head, I just thought it'd be a super simple sort of corridor shooter. But um, I'm really enjoying what I'm playing so far of Doom. Oh, no, no, it really opens up later on. As I said, it was, you know, about when you get to hell, I think it really starts to go full-on Quake Arena sort of uh, maps. Mm. You know what I mean? It, it, it's, um, yeah, they, that was, that's one of the best bits about it, I think. Yeah. Um, still playing Fire Emblem, Fire Emblem Heroes. Um, I think I'm really? probably, yeah, I finished the game on normal and now I'm two-thirds of the way through the game on hard. 
Um, I'm still loving it. Although I think I'm maybe maybe coming to the end. Um, I, I had one amazing pool where I got like a couple of five star characters and life was great. I've had since then I've had two rubbish like rubbish pools. And uh, what's happening is because I'm I'm two thirds of the way through the game on hard. Um, that means I'm definitely coming towards the end of my the, the amount of orbs I can earn. Um, especially in, obviously in the main story. Once I'm through the story then I'll have to rely on when they release special maps and special little events to earn uh, earn orbs rather than obviously having to pay for it. Um, so what do the orbs so do? So with orbs, you can summon new characters, basically. Uh, it's best to save up 20 because it works out cheaper to summon five characters, uh, 20 orbs versus 25. Uh, yeah, but, 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 but basically once you have five or above, you can start summoning characters. Um, I've I've got I've got a good selection of characters right now. I've got I've got a couple of five stars, a couple of four stars. So I'm really really enjoying it, and it's 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 really fun playing the harder maps because I think there is a bit more strategy involved. It's still nothing like what 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 the real game is meant to be, and this is obviously the maps are really, really small, rather basic. But I'm I'm really enjoying playing it on slightly more t- tough difficulties. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's great. I, I've only paid one more microtransaction. Only only one more. Um, I think it's two ninety nine. I paid, so I paid six pound total. And for the amount of play I've got, I think I think that's fair. Um, although I've already had Jill asking me what these um, these things are coming off the joint account. She said, oh, well, what, what, is, "What is this stuff off the joint account?" It says, I, it says iTunes one what two forty nine. I was like, "Oh, that, you know, uh, that that's iCloud. We need that for our photo storage." What's this one seventy nine p? Yeah, that, that's iCloud. We need it for our storage. What's this one one ninety nine? That that's a game. And she goes, "Oh, what, what, what game? Oh, um, Fire Emblem. I've got a uh, yeah. It's, it's a paid app. I've got to buy it. There's another one here for one ninety nine as well. Uh, week after. Yeah, that, that was another one. That was another game." So if anyone sees Jill, she thinks Fire Emblem's a paid game. Don't don't tell the truth. Um, <laughs> yeah. What's this one for fifteen quid? It's, uh, there's a new Kanye West album. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I had to get it. it was really? Yeah. Why, why does it say sixty nine ninety nine for orbs? Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, orbs. It, it's sorry, not, that's yeah. That's porn. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, yeah, it is. I had to buy some porn pornography. It, it's a hot new artist. Orbs. Have you heard the album? It's brilliant. Yeah, but no, I'm I'm still playing it. I'm still it's still still the thing. I you know I I I play you know fairly fairly routine for a day. It's still really fun doing the hard levels. I haven't actually bothered playing the arena stuff. The arena is where you can um, you basically uh, create a team and you've got to try and win seven in a row and you get a certain amount of points for that. And at the end of the week, they give you um, uh, one of the uh, they, they, they give you flat they give you feathers and you can use that to upgrade players. But um, I haven't even tried doing the arena stuff yet. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm still enjoying it, but I feel like I'm probably coming to the end um, once those orbs run out. The other thing I've been playing is Rocket League, but we've all played Rocket League this week. Uh, oh shit! Yeah, we haven't yeah. mentioned. Yeah. We'll, we'll start. We'll move over to James then because it was James's first Rocket League game uh, last. What was it? Last night? Uh, no, no, Sunday. the night before. Saturday. Yeah, was it Saturday? Saturday night? Yeah. So James. What did you make of Rocket League? Well, the thing is, is you see, I bought this ages ago, and we kept meaning to play it and didn't get around to it. But then you've been going on about this for years as well. Like, how long has it been out for? It's 2015 like, it came out. Yeah, okay, so it's like about two years or whatever. But it's kind of everything that you said it was. <laughs> it's, yes, it is. <laughs> it's um, it's pretty much amazing. And, I mean, the thing that I really liked about it is it, it's actually pretty easy to get into. Like, as in... Yeah. You can yeah, you can like grasp it quite quickly, like what you need to do. I mean I, I found myself doing a lot of goal hanging, uh, as you can see in that video, which 
There was that well, brilliant. What was, your, what was your name? The one, the one yard hero yeah. or something. <laughs> it works though, doesn't it? But I think the thing that I like about it is, I mean, I didn't feel. I still, by the end of it, I mean, we played for a couple of hours, and I still didn't feel like I had complete control at all, like over my, like over my car, like as in driving around. That's fine, but still trying to like you know hit the ball in the right places and everything. I still I didn't have that, but. What I really yeah, like, but you shouldn't have that. That's the thing. I mean, you shouldn't yeah. not, like have complete control. I've not got complete control no, no, yet, and I've put a, like, a ridiculous amount of hours into that game. But you've still got like a more like a you know a higher level than I've got at the moment. But yeah, yeah, of, yeah, because I've I mean I've, I've spent so many hours, hours planning. Yeah. yeah, but it's like but the thing I really liked about it is because there is so sort of many sort of like random amazing moments that happen with it that. Because of the fact that it doesn't feel like you've got complete control, it just I wouldn't it doesn't feel obviously it doesn't feel completely random, but it's just crazy stuff happens and it's brilliant. And it's just like unexpected things. And it always feels like there's this like even when we played those competitive games right at the end, it still felt like there was a chance we could win. Like we could get back in into it, which was which was really good. Yeah, it's an amazing game, Rocket League. Um and, and and there's a video of us uh, us four all played on Saturday night, and uh, David did a video. It's on our YouTube channel, so just um, search it on there. Um, yeah, the, what I will say is that it's a better representation of playing football than any football game I've ever played before, because <laughs> you're you're you know you're not flicking the ball between players. You all right? Okay, there's, that's not strictly true because there's size of pairs in FIFA that this game obviously can't represent. But the idea is, is that there's you know how to kick the ball. Like you know when you go into a park, you know how to kick a ball. You pull your leg back, you kick it. Right? You know how to move that ball forward. But it's like there's still that opportunity that you're gonna miss or you're gonna fuck up. Yeah. And then you slowly start building up tactics like um you know, when we were playing quite regularly, uh, myself and Matt used to have uh, great sort of we knew where each other was on the pitch so it, I knew that he'd be rushing into the back back post whenever I'd like knock the ball towards there and stuff and the communication went it's funny because it happened as well on Saturday night where at the start of when we were playing we were just constantly chatting to each other and by the end it was like one word commands to each other you know what I mean and then that's yeah. that's what it does you feel like you're pulling together as a team and it I mean, it certainly helped that we were battering teams left, right and centre. 11-2 we beat one team. I mean, it was insane. Um, it would appear that uh, the only groups of mates that aren't really into Rocket League are playing four-player versus four-player. But uh, yeah, when we moved over to three-player, we were still uh, holding our own. I think we lost the first game, but the second game we absolutely smashed the team. So... Um, yeah, that game is just too good. We've got to do more of that because I had so much fun on Saturday night. Yeah, Gen- like genuine fun. Yeah. Really good laughter yeah. and just, yeah, it was just really good fun to play. What what, what do you think, Sean? Because you haven't played it much either, have you? No, like I, I played a bit when it first came out and it's just always been sort of sat there like, yes, yes, really fucking play Rocket League. Rocket League's really good. Um, And sort of assumed it had got to the point where there was no point like a new player joining in, you know, like most games that, you know, with a heavy sort of, because, you know, this has quite a, a solid competitive scene and stuff that you figure that anyone who's still playing it by this point, like really fucking knows what they're doing. Um, but didn't feel like that at all. We were, we were winning loads of games. I know we were playing a bit of a joke mode, weren't we? Because we had four of us, um, which is not 
proper Rocket League. Um, but yeah, we were we were doing all right. I mean, the, match, you... the matchmaking in that game. We said this when we were playing. The matchmaking in that game is so good. It's yeah. so good, and that mm-hmm. that beginners can, you know, get into the game because it's not that it's just being played. It's not like most games that have lasted this long where it's just been played played by people that really know their shit. People mm. still picking it up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's still, you, yeah. you will find games at your level the moment you log in. Well, maybe when you, for your first few games where you don't really know what's going on, you'll struggle. But um, mm. soon enough, the game will, will put you in, matchmake you with people just as shit as you. Uh, yeah. And, it, and it, they've also, yeah. like, you know, there's, there's tons of DLC and stuff, but it's all been done in such a way that you don't feel excluded. Like, it, it, there's, there's nothing that is essential to you actually just getting in and playing the game. No, although um, I totally agree. And I shouldn't be angry at this. And I guess I'm not. <laughs> but the way they're doing DLC now is a bit weird. Mm. Um, for those mm. of you that haven't played Rocket League for a while, I logged on, won a game, and it said, congratulations, you won a... Um, uh, what, what did you they get like call a chest it? Or a champion's you? chest yeah. or something. A champion's <laughs> package. And I opened it up and I thought, hey, there's some cool stuff in here. That boost effect looks finally like i can change it away from like the flamethrower thing that i've been using since launch day <laughs> um I, I might use that so i went to select it and it went yeah one pound fifty i was like what <laughs> but I also just the when you do that it's not you don't actually get all those things either do you it's like it could have these things in it's like it's... well yeah which is which is fine if you didn't have to pay for the individual exactly yeah as well. it's, like... Like, it's really weird but, uh, I mean, but the only thing i would say good. about it is that i wouldn't I can't imagine playing this with just random people. Like, I'd want to play this with people yeah, I know. No I, I can't imagine playing yeah, yeah. it with just randoms. I do it all the time. Really? What's it like? I, really? I, yeah, and I enjoy it. I enjoy it. Not not equally. I take it a li- For some reason, I take it a lot more seriously when I'm playing with randoms. <laughs> um, but yeah, I play it all the, all the time. It's it's my just before I go to bed game. If I played a game for a long time, I'll have a quick game of Rocket League before I go to bed. Uh, just go on to free because they've got a game mode which is which I love it when they do this I think Call of Duty did it first where it makes sure that it doesn't put you up against a team and only puts you up against other single players looking for a free on free game of Rocket League I think it's called um, standard solo mode or something Uh, so yeah you never come across like some clan that will just absolutely tear you to pieces uh, but at the same time, you do come across a lot of people that call you out in the little chat at the top left hand corner. Drunken Elmo, <laughs> your shit. Drunken Elmo, your shit. It's like, all right, mate. Trade. I, can't I just imagine tend to reply that wow before bed because after we'd finished with that, I I couldn't get to sleep for ages because I was still yeah. kind of buzzing from it. Really? Why? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just, it's exciting, isn't it? And it's like it didn't feel like a wind down game at all. Like it just felt, you know, winding up. Yeah, I was I was fucking wired after we played it. That was when I, st- I stayed up till 3am and finished Fire Emblem. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. You should have stayed on. We, yeah. we had a couple know, of weeks. Yeah. stopped playing because you, you were going difference. to bed. <laughs> but the, the worst thing is if you say, okay, we're, we're, let's stay on until until we win a match and then it can be long ting. Oh, God, yeah. We've had a few of those yeah. nights. I'm not going to bed <laughs> until we win. And then all of a sudden it's like three in the morning. Yeah. You're like, no, I'm still <laughs> definitely not going to bed until we win. Yeah, it's, it's still an incredible game. And, and it's, also, like I mean, it's also great because, Sean, obviously you're not into football. You're not saying not into football like, like James, myself and Dave are, but it's still fun. Mm-hmm. You don't have to love football. It's just a great, fun game. No, absolutely regardless. not. Yeah, 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 totally. You'd like football if you didn't, uh, if you weren't such a dick. <laughs> 
Um, right, what else have you been playing, James? Uh, well, Yakuza 0, but there's not really much to say about it beyond like what I've already said last week. I mean, it's amazing. Your review's gone up. It You've has, given yeah. it a 10. It's, uh, it's my game of the year so far, and... Mostly because, I mean, at this stage... Cause Mostly I'm... because it's February. Yeah. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> no, this this is going to be... This this feels like an, another Shenmue to me, to be honest. I, I keep... I'm thinking about it when so I'm not playing it. So is it a good it. thing or a bad thing? It's a good thing, yeah. Matt. It's yeah. a good thing. It's... <laughs> Just had a check. You're not going to come around with a DVD with all the cutscenes <laughs> next time you come over, are you, James, and try and make me watch it? No, I'm not going to make that mistake ever again. Please, it's, uh, please yeah. don't do that. <laughs> this is the other thing is I'm kind of like because I said I'd, I'd lend it to you, but I'm kind of like hesitant to do that now because this is this is becoming another one of those games that I just really really love, and I don't want you to play it and just be like this is rubbish. And it's just well, it's, we've know. got something in common then because I'm always hesitant to lend you a game anymore, James. Fucking hell, that's, never get it back. That's for the exact different reasons, though, isn't it? It's, uh, yeah. <laughs> but, but, it's but before you go on, James. Speaking of Shenmue, I I, I flicked through a Games Master magazine today. I don't know why. I just was shocked to see it was still actually in publication. And in next month's issue, which is out on the 23rd of February, whatever, they said they say they've got a preview of Shenmue and you know, <laughs> Shenmue <laughs> Three. And I'm how is that even possible? I mean. Maybe they're sharing code with with magazines, and they're not sharing with like Kickstarter back Kickstarter back as well. Last week, <laughs> yeah, they, last they, week, they're they had, like, Games Master magazine in the UK, saw, but they had, they had like free screenshots, and that was it. But apparently, Games Master are previewing the game next month, so I'm very mm. much looking forward to it. Almost that. definitely a lie. Yeah, I can't believe it. A preview, <laughs> amazing. Oh no, wait, it's not pouring out for another three, two or three years, but then yeah. They're fighting for their life against the <laughs> internet, Matt. <laughs> we're, we're with you. They'll say anything at this point. But no, it's it's still amazing. The game, <laughs> the game is still like amazing. I mean, it's it's mostly because now the the story's like really started to kick in, and it feels like I said in my review, it's, it feels like a really good like drama series now. And I don't know. It, I, I mean, also, I mean, recently I just found that underground women's wrestling club, which is pretty cool. So it's it's amazing. <laughs> you need help, James. <laughs> uh, anyone that wants us to review their game on Spong dot com, make sure James uh, gets hold of it and just put like. <laughs> scantily clad women it's in there. not like that Sorted. it's it's not Guaranteed if, you, if you read the review that's not the reason why i gave it a 10 but it's <laughs> it's it's superb it's um yeah you play it for the articles we know james <laughs> Jesus. i play it for the side missions it's brilliant anyway sure but then the only other thing i played is i've been playing like super mario 3d world again and mm. i mean i went back to this mostly because of my daughter because she can play it like pretty competently now and it's have you played it recently dave I play it every weekend, mate. But you, you, I have to. I've got no choice. I mean, but you you can't play it in co-op yet, can you? Like, I have to play it in co-op, James. I've got no choice. Right. Okay. But you can't like complete I mean, levels and stuff like that. You know, like um... I can't. Well, this is this is the cool thing about um, Nintendo games, isn't it? I do complete levels. The whole game turns into me just picking up Luigi and taking yeah. him to the end. It's like I'm playing Ico. It's, it's, it's exactly the same as that. I'm constantly battling against a useless co-op partner <laughs> and have to try and somehow work out a way of chucking Luigi to the other end of that platform. You know, it's 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 been difficult, but I we have got 20... It's how I've played the whole game from start to finish. I need... No, I need 14 more green stars before I can fight Bowser to mm-hmm. finish the game, technically. So we're nearly the, at the end again. So that's but, pretty um, amazing, it's... though. I mean, but this this is what has like really made me sort of appreciate like how well it's designed, because 
because like I mean Rachel like she she can play games but like not like really really well yet and like the whole like drop in and drop out stuff is brilliant and also the bubble stuff is you know like when it gets like really tough she can just go into the bubble and it's not so much of a problem but there's a brilliant like difficulty curve I mean she's totally obsessed with it at the moment I mean she was before when she used to watch me play but now she's doing it herself she gets you can I can really tell she's like feeling like this massive accomplishment when she finishes stuff and I mean she started playing uh, 3D Land on the 2DS now um like on her own and she like finished the first world without any help at all and she just came to show me and she was just so proud and I don't know I I just felt so good about that cuz I mean she's grown up playing like iPad games and like some Animal Crossing stuff and it really feels brilliant to like watch her play like proper games and really connect with them and this is the first time I've seen her like really do that like really connect with something which I feel is like a a really like high quality game and it's it's awesome to see that um also you can't uh <laughs> i mean you gotta respect nintendo the first time you see a two-year-old uh watch mario pick up one of those double cherry things mm-hmm. like it blew his mind Like, oh there's 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 mario there and he's going towards that cherry fine Oh my god, there's two of them. What do, what do I do now? There's two Marios running next. There's three of them now. <laughs> I've watched his, like, it was like his brain was melting and coming out of his ears as he was like pushing his hands towards his skull because he could not quite believe what was going on on the television. It was one of my favourite gaming moments of all time watching that. It was great. <laughs> Uh, I mean, that was what he did, and then now now he's used to it. He just goes, two of the same? Yeah, two of the same, Harry. Yeah, please just shut up. I just need to get to the end of this. <laughs> it's amazing how quickly that cute stuff becomes irritating, isn't it? Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's a good game. We've spoken about it on this podcast, haven't we? Yeah, but it's, it's just nice game. to play it like in a in a different way. Like For me, this has been like, yeah, it appreciate it in a different sort of way. It's good. It's all that cool shit as well that's hidden away. Like, you know, the, the, as I said before, the crown and that you can knock the crown yeah. off your mate's head and put it on. And uh, if you pick up a star, an in, uh, invincibility star, you can just like if you touch the other co-op partners, it makes them invisible as well. Um, also, with going back to the cherries, if you get a cherry, say I got a cherry and um, Harry got a cherry, says so two Luigi's and two Mario's. I could jump on one of the Luigi's and nick him and turn him into Mario and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. All that little, all the little shit that's in there like that is just like, yeah, you've thought about this, haven't you? You've literally sat down and thought about what people want to do and say, that, that's my favourite thing with Nintendo games is when you go, I wonder what happens if I do this and they've thought about it and given some sort yeah. of benefit for doing it. But you that's, see, also, I mean, they're brilliant at that shit. This is one of the other things, though, that I really think is brilliant about the Wii U. Like, is there's, there are so many games like this that you can just play co-op, you know, and it's really easy to just sort of get into and, like, drop in or drop out and play. And I just really hope that, like, Mario Odyssey is going to have, like, this as well, you know, where you can just play two players mm. easily, you know, like this in the same kind of way. That would be amazing. Yeah. I think a really high there chance, There is literally surely. no way that Mario Odyssey is going to be disappointing. <laughs> I'm going to say it now. <laughs> There's no chance it's going to happen. It's going to be fantastic. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. I've watched that bloody trailer about 50 times now. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm still, I still like the look of it. <laughs> so I can't wait. I still think, right, okay, let's go, going back to Odyssey a minute. It is weird that there's like real people there, right? Yeah, it is weird. Yeah. 
why didn't they just make the Mario style? Because at first I thought, well, he's come from the Mushroom Kingdom. He's not going to look like people from the real world. But no, the actual Mario story is that he came from the real world. So te- is that is that? Oh, canon we don't know what is that? going with this. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I thought that's always been like the standard story, right? So he's a plumber from New, not New York, was it? It must be that, that's from the cartoon. I don't think that that's definitely not canon. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Is it? But so he was born and brought up in the Mushroom Kingdom. Because pre- so. well, I mean, actually, yeah. Because I mean, if Yoshi's Island is is canon, which I assume it is, then he was delivered by a yeah, stork. Oh, right, that makes sense, because the, the other thing I was going to say was that Princess Peach wasn't at any point living in the real world, and she looks yeah. like Mario. She so, was She was yeah. in the Bob Hoskins film. Yeah, that was I, still think, <laughs> I still think they should have been taken New York and Mario'd it. You know what I mean? It's mm. just a little bit weird that they're real people walking about. And at first, when people were saying that, I was going, oh, shut up. Like, who cares? But then now I care because I've watched that trailer about fifty times, and it is still that skipping rope bit is still a bit weird. It's still the Sonic Adventure thing, isn't it? It still looks a bit like that, which is not. Yeah, that doesn't help. Good. But I, I've got a little bit more faith in Nintendo than that. Yeah. But at the same time, skipping rope thing's weird. Oh yeah, I doubt there's right. going to be like a Big the Cat, you know, in this. It's uh, yeah, it'd be good. Big the Cat. Yeah. Was he yeah, one yeah. of Sonic's friends? Yeah, he was one of the yeah. cat friends. Amazing fishing mm. mini game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Right, okay, what, 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 what have we got in terms of uh, emails and tweets then, James? We've got a fair bit. Um, if you want to email us, it's uh, thecomputergameshow at gmail.com. And the first one is from uh, Lee Knight. Um, it says, uh, hey lads, please can you do my quick fire round the table for us listeners? We need to know more about our leaders at TCGS. So, um, these are just some quick fire questions. We've got 2D or 3D platformers? 3D. Uh, it does, doesn't matter, does it? It's not the <laughs> game, just sure. the question. 2D. There's probably there's probably more good 2D ones than 3D ones. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm thinking. 2D. Yeah. Yep, 2D. Disc or cart? Disc okay. or cart? Cartridge. Cart. Probably yeah. fond of that. Oh, cartridge. Cartridge. Matt? I say cartridge. Okay, I'll go for disc. Um, tits or arse? Sorry. Hang on, you go for disc. <laughs> CD or vinyl? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry. I'll skip one. CD or vinyl? CD. CD. Yep. Really? Do you still actually buy and play no, CDs? No, I don't buy vinyl Do you either. still actually buy and play <laughs> vinyls, Sean? <laughs> yeah, but if I, had to, if I had to buy an album in physical form, I'd rather have vinyl than Piss CD. Piss off. And that's not, that's not me being like a throwback muso cunt. That's just... I just to me a CD is just like a pointless halfway house between vinyl and Spotify. It's an, easy, it's an easier way of getting music onto your phone than... Yeah, but no. Yeah, Vinyl. but what's easier is the Spotify account you already have, Dave, or yeah, that's, Apple that's, Music that's, or whatever. See, this is why Chris Spann has a go at you <laughs> every time you do this shit on Midnight Resistance. Like, yeah. we're not Spotify's not in this CD or vinyl. This is a quick Spot- fire round. Forget, Can we just yeah, get quick to fire? It? Honestly, I'm just trying to put off getting to the next one because it's, it's this is an easy one gone. for me. The next one gone. Tits or ass? Tits. Yeah, I concur. Matt. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Next question. <laughs> Sean. Well, actually, I Depend- like the mid-drift. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it depends, doesn't it? It's not that simple. Fuck off. Answer the question. 
No, it depends who you're talking about. <laughs> I'm talking oh, about okay. you. I want to hear tits more. Or sure, we're not letting you get no, away with it. You're going to answer. Well, well, I, okay, uh, between my ass and my tits, I'd say my ass is my. Oh, shut up, Sean. <laughs> can you just answer the question, please? please. Uh, no, no. Why not? Are you more of a tits man or are you more of an ass man? Uh, uh, probably arse, I suppose. There we go. Right. Simple as that. Now, if you would, if you would have gone there, we would have saved yeah. time. Okay. Go to bed earlier. Paper mag or e mag? Paper mag. Yeah, I got paper, paper mag all the way. Also, who calls it an e mag? Jesus. What do you mean? E mag. It just sounds like something from the nineties. No, yeah, but they they did exist though, right? They were the, like they everyone tried them at one point. Well, no, no, I mean, they people were still trying again, them, again, okay, E-mag. quick fire. Sorry, can E-mag? we just? <laughs> what are they called, Matt? This is your thing. Yeah, what? I wouldn't call them e mag. I just call them digital magazines or whatever. E-mag is short. E-mag. It is shorter. To be oh, fair. It sounds so horrible in the 90s. Go on. <laughs> would, would, you, would you hyphenate it, Matt? Would it be E-mag or is it just going to be E-mag? Yeah. I think you'd have to because it's not like email. But um, anyway, next question. BMW or I Audi? Oh, that's that a uh, tough one. Audi, I, I, I Honestly, I legitimately don't care about this oh, one. <laughs> I have no opinion either we'll way. Just say, just one, say a word. BMW. Right, Audi. Audi. Definitely Audi. Yeah. It's tough because I've always wanted a 5 Series, but the Audi A5 is an, is a better looking car right now, so I'm going to go Audi. Okay. It's classier. Bourbons or custard creams? It's got to be bourbons. Bourbons. Mm. Custard creams, mate. I mean, neither... I'm a, I'm a biscuit racist. Great. I'm going to go bourbons. Okay. Glass, glasses or contacts? I've no idea because I don't wear them, but I'd probably go for glasses because I've... I hate the I idea of everything's putting, Fuck putting tiny bits of plastic or glass or whatever they are into yeah, that's my eye. I'm not keen on that. Glasses. Yeah. Glasses all the way. Aviators. <laughs> <laughs> Mirrored aviators. <laughs> okay, and then the big one, SNES or Mega Drive? Mega Drive. SNES. SNES. This is a really tough one, actually. Um, no, it's not. <laughs> no, it isn't. It's SNES. It is, isn't it? It's Sega got to be Genesis. this. <laughs> I didn't own a SNES. My, my brother had a SNES. I had a Mega Drive, right? I was a Mega Drive child. My first internet name was Sega Dude. SNES is the answer <laughs> to this question. <laughs> okay, anyway, uh, next one we got is from Capone. He says, could James please describe the sexy video he watched on Yakuza? What happens in it? Yes, please no. do. Anyway, no, please uh, do. next one. <laughs> no, I'm not here, James, go on. There's nothing to explain. It's just a video. You know, that's what you, happens. You, well, the really thing that's really weird about it is because you pick up these. Cu- that well, you watched that, it. I don't want to explain you, this. You're not one out. We, well, you're going to have to. Go All right, well, you pick up these cards in the game, right? I bet you and do. And then you can go to these like special viewing areas. I bet you do. So you go. To- <laughs> <laughs> it gets worse. Seriously, it gets worse because you know you go in there and they say which one do you want to watch. So you have a look. You watch one of the videos and it's like a fully like it's not like a rendered video it's a real video and it's it's not so good and then what, but then what so happens good? no what's so good what happens in it no it's just it's just soft it's just nothing you don't you don't oh no, you don't tell see nothing it's just explain what it James, is why, why are you getting all coy about this <laughs> because what, there's nothing to tell you seriously well, just explain uh, it then I, i'll tell you what dave i'll send you the video later because i did well, i did no, record one describe well. it on the podcast now <laughs> <laughs> send it to me for purposes of the show but um what, okay, imagine what? imagine Babe Station. Go okay, on. okay, but... you had me at Babe Station. <laughs> <laughs> but with... we all watched it at Sean's wedding, didn't yeah. we? Go on. I wasn't so there, imagine that, but with less nudity, and that's what you got. 
I need this game. Why is it less nudity? Yeah, less nudity. Yeah. It's... So it's a woman on the phone. Uh, is she doing that thing where she pretend she wants you to get her to ring ring her? She like wiggles the <laughs> yeah, phone. Yeah, she's holding her hand up to her ear. Okay, come on, James. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not like that. It's just just playing with balloons or whatever. You know, it's just ridiculous. But anyway, um, how much money have you spent on premium numbers? Yeah, this I was week, say, at one point in the video, does it say, "Oh, if you want to text, it's like sixteen quid to see my." Yeah, does that happen in, in Yakuza? <laughs> it doesn't matter, no. Okay. Uh, but then the funny thing is, is then once the video ends, it pans over like you you're like the, the like you know your, your field of view pans over, and there's like a box of tissues like next to the TV, and then he just goes. <sighs> in real life <laughs> no no this, this is in <laughs> yeah. the game but it's um do you know what would be brilliant is if if you were watching it and then it suddenly turned the camera on like your even your connect or your playstation <laughs> yeah. camera it's, and just showed you sitting there just snapped pictures <laughs> sticks it on your what's new feed there's a <laughs> james fumbling, fumbling getting his jeans up like jim don't come james down cock I'm, out. I'm playing a game matt before we move on do you want to explain why that question was asked um no because you've discovered that james had a achievement oh, <laughs> for watching these videos <laughs> what's brilliant about that is the name of the trophy is i did it for the trophy and it's like that's the, only, that's the reason and we you all know you didn't but yeah it's um yeah it's, yeah it's there's a picture but... of james's um achievement on our instagram uh feed if you want to go find that I quite anyway. I, it's quite funny to find that discovery. Like James, Jesus Christ, this is good. I'm surprised. I'm really surprised it took you so long, to be honest, because it had happened about a week earlier, and I'd have thought you'd have noticed. Jesus, but, well, I think yeah. that says everything about PlayStation's "What's New" tab. Yeah, not so new. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> no, you need to do a joke before you do the badumch yeah, sound, James. Uh, anyway, there needs to be a joke there. The next one we got is from You Never Walk Alone, which I assume that's the, the name. The first part of the email is mostly him just slagging me off. And um, so I'm going to move on to the actual... <laughs> what do you mean? Well, it's just... I don't know. I've deleted it. So I'm just going to move on to the main question. Hang it. on. What, what do you mean slagging what me off? He's a listener. He's, we've got to respect his... Well, what, no, it's just saying? him saying, saying, I'm, you know, saying I'm boring and you know, that kind of thing. So I'm... Go on. <laughs> He's got a point. To, I thought I'd move on to the next bit, which is, so my question, I've got two kids, 10 and 6, who like games and we enjoy a fair bit of couch co-op together. I'm due a bonus from works, so I should have a fair bit of cash. So my question is, should I get a PS4 Pro, I have a PS4 and could get a 4K uh, gaming going, or keep my Switch pre-order and introduce my kids to uh, to games on Nintendo? I originally thought Switch, but now I think maybe I should double down on PlayStation and benefit from a better quality experience uh, on Horizon and Mass Effect. So, what do we think? So, you combated him calling you boring yeah. by cutting out the interesting part of that email and reading the, that bit. Pretty much, I yeah. Think, yeah. I think you've been generous. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say, quite clearly, you should get a Switch over a PS4 yeah, Pro. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, especially if you've got kids. Especially. I mean... The, yeah, and if he's already got a PS4, yeah, yeah, fuck it. It's a bit of a shame that there's not much that you can play. Yeah, if you want to get <laughs> something that plays Nintendo games, it's, there's quite a lot of them around and it's cheap. Get a Wii U. There you go. I don't, I don't think they're that cheap, though, right? Still cheaper than a Switch. It sure is going to be loads in CEX pretty soon. We'll see. I mean, my brother bought one at the uh, at the weekend. He, my brother bought one at Christmas, and it was two hundred quid. Ouch. 
Yeah, yeah I, I think me I mean he hasn't he hasn't said whether he's got a 4K TV. Uh, there's maybe like if you have maybe there's a bit more reason to get it. But from the sounds of it, yeah, I would just uh, I would get a Switch, you know. And then uh, you've already got a PS4. Um, Horizon Mass Effect will still look great without the Pro. Also, you're not getting Horizon and Mass Effect for the kids, are you? Let's face it. This is an email that's basically saying, should I be selfish or not? Yeah. Probably shouldn't, mate. <laughs> just, get, just get yourself a get a Switch for the kids. Um, and then when you can afford it, it. If you get a PS4 Pro, right, it's still going to be really hard to get to play it because the kids are about. If you get them a Switch, sit them in the corner with a Switch, you can play your PlayStation 4 a lot more. Think about these things, yeah? Fucking cunning plan, Lid. So get on that. Also, um, going back to my brother buying a Wii U for £200, that was the price that James talked me out of buying a <laughs> Wii U a year after it came out for £200 <laughs> with two games. So uh, cheers for that, James. <laughs> Appreciate your help, as usual. No problem. Anyway, uh, this one is from uh, John Bernard Timmons. He says, um, I do think James gets a bit of a hard time, even if he does express some activity no. for scantily clad manga females and Animal Crossing <laughs> characters. I don't know where that's come from. But anyway, I'm relatively new to the South from Scotland and recall you take, talking about uh, how you met. Would you ever consider a meet and greet uh, drink with listeners at a place like the Loading Bar? Absolutely not. Okay. Next question. <laughs> uh, no, I don't know. I'm not joking. Uh, we. No, I know. I know. You know. That's why it's funny, Dave. I, st- I, I, um, we. Uh, I don't know what I can say. No one wants to we meet might, us. Let's move on. We might do. We might do a live show at one point. What? This is news to me. It shouldn't be. I've spoken to you about it yeah, before. I'm Good. Next question. Okay, Ms. Rangers says, uh, "Good evening, gentlemen. Have you, have you, or do you ever buy a game before reviews are released? Do you have any regrets over the years when you jumped in headfirst only to regret it? For me, the only time I purchased prior to reviews was Just Cause Three, and that game came out broken. Yes, eventually fixed, but ended up being one of my least played games of this generation. I mean, it's oh, pretty hard to buy games before reviews generally, because generally reviews come out before the games come out. There is, yeah, but not with pre-orders yeah. and stuff, I guess. There is that. I know you can still cancel Yeah, you can always them. cancel the pre-order. I mean, yeah. what you do get, though, is you get, like, sometimes you get, like, really positive initial buzz and then everyone sort of jumps on it and then later people are like, actually, this wasn't very good. I'm thinking, like, No Man's Sky. You know, it's like, I got that because I thought it was going to... I mean, that's one of the reasons I bought a PS4. And uh, then it turned out... There wasn't that much buzz about it. There was. Come on. When it came well, when out, it come people, out, people were well excited when it, just before it came out. And then it came no, out... Just before it came out, definitely. But when it came out, it was pretty quickly panned, right? I don't know. I think it was a couple of weeks, at least, of like of positivity. No, no. It was way before that, the negativity started. Really? Way before it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Easily within the first week. I mean, the reviews weren't exactly glowing. Um, and then it just went downhill from there. I think... I, um, it's rare that I actually go out and buy games before they come out anymore. But I would have no yet? problem. No, it's because I, you know I don't buy games anymore. I get sent them for free. That's the, one of the perks of uh, the, having this amount of talent. Um, <laughs> the, the I would have no money. Uh, I, would oh have no money. I would have no problem dropping money on Mass Effect Andromeda before the reviews come in. Absolutely no. If if I wasn't, I'm you know I think I'm reviewing that game. If I wasn't reviewing that game, and I would already have a pre-order, I'd already pay for it definitely. Because I, you know, it's a risk. It's a risk you take. But at the end of the day, 
you you can claw some of that money back if you sell the disc on quick enough. Uh, but I just that game I'm so excited for that I would jump in early and other games as well like you know Titanfall 2 I definitely would have bought early and all that sort of stuff so uh, yeah there are still games that I'm quite happy to lay a bit of money down first and just not give a shit about what the reviews say just want to play them myself and uh, I, I very rarely buy them like full price when they first come out it's just too expensive like I mean I, was, I wanted to buy a Mass Effect but it's like the cheapest is like fifty quid, nearly like most places. It's really? Like, yeah, it's like it's like at least forty-five, fifty quid, and it's like I don't. That's yeah, quite a lot, you know. Yeah, well, games are fifty. Don't they usually brand drop new bef- just before release anyway? Usually after they drop a bit, but it's still yeah, it's expensive. Hmm. Yeah, there are there are plenty of games I've bought over the years without without reading reviews. I mean, I, I generally don't read reviews, and generally before games are out, you know, everyone knows that people, people played it early, and there's a buzz on Twitter. Um, I can't I can't think of a, a game I've bought where I like, instantly regret it because generally at that, by that point I know I know if I'm going to like it or not. But uh, Mass Effect's definitely one I'm going to buy without review. I think. Um. Yeah. So did yeah. How about you, Sean? Is uh, any games? Yeah. That I mean, that you've I, for some reason, I'm I'm finding myself just thinking about Mass Effect as well. Um. <laughs> because I don't know. Like for some reason, I'm I'm weirdly anxious because i think like gameplay wise it will be superb because we've seen the trailers and stuff and the combat looks ace but like part of me is sort of thinking yeah but how am i going to end up giving as much a shit uh, uh much of a shit about the characters as i did in the original trilogy but how many games um, did that take and, and like and that's like well exactly so it's just it's an unfair comparison right out of the gate but yeah of course yeah so part of me thinks like ah shall i wait should I wait for reviews so people be like, look, you're not going to get as attached, but it's still really good or or whatever, you know. I think um, I definitely would get like Red Dead Redemption 2. I mean, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll I mean, get that. And any Rockstar game, God. Yeah, you're going to get it because, you know, it'd be amazing. Yeah, sequels, it's a lot easier to do that with, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, and although Andromeda is not technically a sequel, it is in that we know we love that universe anyway, so it's a little bit easier to sort of handle. It, um, it's weird yeah. it, it, that this is that the next Mass Effect game is is one game in its own right rather than a new trilogy. I, yeah. I, I just assume they would have done yeah, like another series of games. Do you think I like it? I think they. I think they probably after the migraines they had trying to tie everything together in Mass Effect Three, they're probably like, Do you know what? Let's knock this on the head. You know, they've done that with Dragon Age as well. Like everything's basically come back to a central point. So let's just. Do you think it's because they, be they don't want to take see a risk? How far they go with it? Because I mean, they did such a good job of tying everything in with Mass Effect Two that mm-hmm. you know they can do it. But if they focus yeah. fully on just this one story, how how crazy that gets? You know what I mean? How different yeah. these these uh, things yeah because they're, they're not thinking like, well, hang on, how's this going to spiral out in two and three? Like they can just it can be self contained, which actually yeah might allow them to do more within one game they because it doesn't the matter where it ends more, can't they? yeah 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 and especially because this is set in some far-flung corner of the galaxy in 30,000 years time it's so completely cut off from everything else I really hope so, it's got the know. guts to just you know yeah what, what I'm saying is that like I really hope there's an opportunity that everyone dies at the end but it does it in a way <laughs> where it doesn't yeah. make it feel like you failed it does it in a way that it makes it feel like that is the ending like that is a, that is ending. an acceptable yeah, yeah, yeah. ending to the story, you know what yeah. I mean? That's that's what I, I'm really interested to see how 
how far they they're willing to go with changing the endings and stuff. Yeah. Do you reckon it's but, also? Um, but no, I mean, like more. Oh, sorry, I was going to say, do you reckon it's also because they don't want to take like a massive risk with these sorts of things so much now because they're so expensive Maybe. to develop, like these big like story based games. Whereas you've got other stuff that you know, like things like Overwatch and everything, which are like raking in the cash for like, and they're not having to like provide that like, you know, it's sort of such a focused narrative as you get with something like Mass Effect, and it's like you know. Maybe you know they they feel it's it's a bit of a risk to go for those now. Yeah, like you've got to assume. I mean, maybe this is incredibly wrong, but you you would think the budget for something like Overwatch would actually be a hell of a lot less than something that's really heavily sort of narrative yeah. led, like a like a Mass Effect game or whatever. So, yeah, the the return on investment for <laughs> just a really finely tuned competitive game must be a lot higher these days than something with a big story, especially if, as we say, they're not planning a series or indeed any DLC, apparently. And with those, like, competitive shooters, you can just keep churning out, like, DLC and things like that and just keep making yeah. money off it. Whereas with a game like Mass Effect, yeah, yeah, yeah. you finish it, you trade it in. Whereas other games yeah. you don't do that so much with. Well, then that's yeah. why they introduced the uh, the multiplayer stuff and yeah. there was uh, yeah. microtransactions with that as well, wasn't there, Sean, if I remember correctly? Yeah, and it was sort of, basically sort of, sort of followed the FIFA model in that you were basically you were buying packs of cards which then unlocked things so like they would they would unveil like oh here's a new free expansion there's a new map and like new characters um, and you would you would get the map and that was cool but in order to get new characters and weapons and stuff you just had to unlock them by chance by buying these packs so a new you know quote unquote free DLC bit would come out and you'd be like I'm going to spend 15 quid on packs to see if I can get any of the new stuff Um which was kind of shitty, but you could unlock tons of stuff without paying, though, so I think it was, was alright. Oh, God, and I just remember all the stuff they stuck in Mass Effect 3. Like, like the DLC character that was there from the start that had a huge spoiler in his, like, description. Do you remember? Oh, which one was that? Ja- Jarvik? Oh, the, uh, yeah. Yeah, basically, we could probably yeah. talk about it now. There was a yeah. um, a character that you downloaded at the start, like you paid extra for, you downloaded at the start of um, Mass Effect 3. That was a uh, of an alien race that had been inst- instinct- extinct for, um, <laughs> for hundreds of years. And it was kind yeah. of like, because, oh, this is a, what was it? What was the race called? I'm trying Prothean. to remember what they were called now. Prothean? Protheans. Protheans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. you'd heard about them, the Protheans, for like all the way through. I don't know if they were in Mass Effect 1 because I didn't play it uh, all the way through. Yeah, they're definitely mentioned, yeah. Mentioned all the way through Mass Effect 2. And then, yeah. <laughs> like, you go to launch Mass Effect 3. Do you want to download this Prothean character? And we're, <laughs> they're all dead. Oh no! <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was weird because they uh, they didn't even try and keep it a secret, did they? It was like fully marketed, like you can have a Prothean in your team. Yeah. Whereas, like the way, like when you actually play it, the way he's unlocked, like if that had been a surprise, it would have been the fucking best thing. I mean, the, the cool twist that it is, is that he was kind of a dick, um, and it was like you know th- you've spent two games being like, oh my god, the Protheans are this super wise high-tech race that came before us but they got wiped out and it's like no you meet one and he's just a bit of a wanker well the, the, the um, joke was that he was just really arrogant with it and he couldn't believe yeah. how stupid humans were like they yeah, thought yeah, they'd yeah. worked everything out but it was kind of like yeah. no you idiots <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah fuck I love that you know James can't <laughs> wait to I've just looked and you can get Mass Effect Andromeda for 40 quid on the gamecollection.net 
right, okay. So, that's a nice I look on uh, on Amazon, it's like forty nine quid or something. No, wait, it's forty six yeah. or forty four if you've got a Prime. Yeah, I know, still expensive, but yeah, forty quid's not so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Did you uh, see? Have I'm you just... seen? Have you seen how much like um, Breath of the Wild is on Wii U as a download code from Amazon? It's <laughs> no, sixty God. quid. <laughs> if you want to, get... but, but would it be sixty <laughs> quid on code. the eShop though? Uh, don't know. It surely it'd be but, the same uh, price, right? I mean, I don't know. I can't. I mean, sixty quid. It's uh... whoa. Let's move on to the next question. This is come on. All right. Anyway, so we've got some tweets. Um, if you want to tweet us, it's at Computer Game Pod. Um, so the first one is Robot of Doom. He says, uh, "What's the longest it's taken for you to finish a game without restarting it? Took me six uh, over six years to finally do Heavy Rain." Uh, well, it's just taken me four years to do Fire Emblem Awakening. That's a good shout. Um, mm. I should say Half-Life 2, but I did restart it a couple of times, so it doesn't count. But I remember from, from the first time I played it to the time that I finished it, it was, you know, I, I played it launch week and I finished it two years ago. Um, but probably, I guess, Dark Souls. That took me nearly a year. Mm-hmm. I've been playing Oracle of Ages, you know, the Zelda game, for on and off for about four years now. I just can't bring myself to play it for some reason. Just play a bit at a time. Matt? I can't think of an example. Great. Excellent. <laughs> Next question. Okay, uh, Hazer Miss says, um, can you please ask Sean why he hates the fans so much? What what, <laughs> what, what did we ever do to him? <laughs> do we represent the jocks from school? I don't, do, do I hate the fans? Is that how I come across? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. Uh, I wasn't intentional. It's just, I don't know, subconscious unpleasantness that I can't can't keep a lid on, apparently. Uh, no, I, I, I don't hate the he fans. He loves the fans. Maybe. That was the most yeah. insincere. <laughs> I no, don't I'm, hate I'm, the fans. I'm, I'm, I've it might have insincere because I'm obviously I'm now questioning myself because if that's how I've come across, then maybe maybe there's something I need to recognise within myself. You hate the fans. Um, <laughs> also, let's just call them listeners, not, not fans. Hang on, Dave, Dave's the one who's like, no, I don't want to do community nights. No, I'm not yeah, doing a meetup. It's definitely more Dave than Sean. <laughs> it doesn't mean that I don't. Like the him. fact that I'm sitting here thinking, thank God Dave said it and not me, means nothing, <laughs> right? <laughs> no, it's, I mean, I don't dislike you. I just don't want to know you. That's the way I look at it. <laughs> That's all right, isn't it? Anyway, Don Johnson says, um, after an impressive display from Team uh, T- uh, CGS on. Uh, Rocket League, are you guys willing to play against any of the community? So Absolutely <laughs> not, no. <laughs> Next question. Sinui says, uh, are you worried about your kids getting scammed by shady YouTuber douchebags like, what are these names? This is like Nepenzas and... Uh, this, so this is the... I, I'm assuming they're the... Um, the FIFA scammers. Yeah, yeah. FIFA scammers. Yeah. That is... Don't... I, I hope that I'm not, you know, underselling how I feel about this. That is fucking deplorable, horrible, nasty people. Fuck them. I, what did they, did they get away with a fine or did they so, get put away? Um, Syndicate, I, I can't remember. It was a fine, fine, right? uh, Nepens, he got done for like 30, a 30 or 50 grand fine um, last week. That's not enough. Not enough. His company made over a million uh, I think 1.4 like, million. It's, it's fucking ridiculous. Apparently his excuse was, it's not like I set out to try and break the law. As if the fact that, like, even if he, what he was doing wasn't illegal, it's clearly 
fucking shit. Horribly immoral <laughs> to yeah. get to. So, the, so, for those of you that don't know, these were two guys that were running a website where you could physically gamble. I, 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 on... a syndicate, I think, was a separate thing. I think that, I think that could be CSGO skins, whereas Nepen, uh, um, Nepen's yes, it was, was the yeah, FIFA yeah. guy, FIFA foot. But the idea was the same thing, right? You were taking content from a game that has monetary value and you were getting people to pile that stuff into their system in a hope that they would come away with more of that of, uh, that item, yeah. right? Is that how it works? For people, yeah, you can use like the in-game currency to bet on football matches, I believe. And for CSGO, yeah, you, you bet in-game currency to potentially win skins. And these two and guys use, were like directors. They would make you... They would make YouTube videos of them playing on their own site and winning to try and convince children to do the same thing. And obviously, you know, they wouldn't win and end up piling money of like piling stuff that's worth money into their website. It's a fucking nasty, horrible tactic. It's a a, a fucking disgraceful way to try and take money out of people. And I don't I don't understand how they haven't had time like how they haven't been put inside for it for just you know even if it's just six months but just to like fucking drum the point home that you should not be taking advantage of people like this um mm. yeah i i do i worry about if my kids can do that absolutely absolutely because it's easy it's easy to turn around and say well i'm i'm quite aware of this stuff so you know i'll I'm, I, I understand the risks of the internet. I understand kids don't give a shit. And if they really want to do something, they'll do something outside your, you know, site where you can control them. They'll do it around their friend's house or whatever. Yeah. I'm, mm. I, your, your child being taken advantage of like, like that, it, it, of course it, it freaks me out. Um, I just hope cases like this have exposed it a little bit more and that maybe, I know none of us want the internet regulated. I know laws on the internet are a questionable thing, but in some areas, there fucking needs to be stronger laws on the internet. It's as simple as that. Of course, of course they do. And it, it's weird as, as if, as if this has somehow avoided law because it was on a subject that old people don't understand. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. how have they got away with this fucking gambling? I just, yeah sorry it made me angry but, no i totally agree <laughs> but in the end disgusting. they were done under gambling or laws weren't they so so yeah mm. the, the the law got them in the end yeah but how did they get away with that for so long if if this was betting on football on the internet this would have been taken down a lot quicker true do you know what i mean if there was a guy on youtube betting on his own site and winning and trying to appeal to children they would have got away with it they, they wouldn't have got away with it for that long um yeah fucking nasty that's all i've got to say about that <laughs> I mean, for me, if i call my <laughs> if i call my kid if i call my daughter on this it'd be like when your parents caught you with a with a fag you know they'll make you smoke the whole box i'll say here's all your pocket money we're betting the whole lot on fifa oh wait we've won shit this is amazing this is the problem harry had a balloon talking of gambling harry had a oh, balloon okay, great the story. other day Next question I, I was looking <laughs> I was looking after him and he was la like laying down on the balloon and then he started rubbing his teeth along the balloon constantly and I'm going <laughs> I'm going Harry don't do that you it's going to pop you're going to smack your face on the floor 
right? It's going to hurt and it's going to scare you. Please stop doing that. And he looked at me, smiled and carried on doing it. And I prayed, I prayed that that fucking balloon would pop and it it just hurt (laughs) himself just a little bit just to teach him a lesson that maybe when (laughs) I say don't do something, you probably shouldn't do it. Instead, he had a whale of a time on that balloon. It was like it was made of steel. He was having a great time on it and it didn't pop. And I just looked like I was a Dave, you sent me that video <laughs> of him squeaking his face in a balloon. I, I can't believe he lasted more than one second. I would have popped it in front of him. I was like, I can't. I'm going to kill someone if I hear that, that balloon. Oh, that sound was so, Matt, so bad. It, it was horrific. And I was praying that that balloon would pop. But instead, it didn't. And he had a great time. My balloon story is that LED was, had a balloon in the back of the car and she kept like, you know, basically almost popping it and like throwing it around the car. Like, Look, like this isn't happening anymore. And then Jill had it like near near the passenger window. And she said, "Look, if you keep mocking about, we're gonna we're gonna let it go out the window. We're gonna let it go, and then we go back to her. And she kicked <laughs> off like that's it. We're gonna let it go. We're gonna let it go, and she'll actually let go of her balloon out of the window. And we still to this day driving the car, and Eddie's like." Red, red balloon, Mum. I think I saw the red balloon. It's like you're not gonna see the red balloon's gone. <laughs> we instantly regressed it because Elodie couldn't believe her eyes. The fact that her mum let her red balloon go to like <laughs> you, you have to, you have to follow through. Yeah, you, you have, have to, to yeah. follow through all these. She still mentions the red balloon. Like as if we like, <laughs> no, that wasn't your red balloon, Elodie. It's gone. <laughs> yeah, we felt Rachel, so Rachel, Rachel <laughs> never, Rachel never forgets the like her chocolate that I ate once as like. <laughs> As part of that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're taking a, um, parenting advice from someone that lies about when their child's birthday is over here. You know what I mean? When did I ever do that? <laughs> yeah, love for years. You did that a couple of years ago. Yeah, I've definitely I told, done no, no, that. No, no, no. It it's, a... it's not lying about when it is. It's just not making her realise when it's it is. It's a different day. Yeah, no, it's. No. Just... <laughs> you said it was because a different day. It makes day. life more convenient. Yeah, because for you. there was reasons for that. It's because my wife was in was in China at the time, and she. We didn't want her to feel that her mum wasn't there at her birthday, so we were just like, it's okay, it's on this day. And then when mummy's back... It's the James... Have you noticed the James Farley technique? Lie, lie, lie. Oh, shit, I've been caught out and proved wrong. (laughs) I'll tell the story, but try and justify it. It's total justification (laughs) for that. It's the only reason I did that, was for that. But you started off your argument saying we didn't lie, we just didn't tell them where where it is. And then you said, well, we did lie, but there were reasons. It would have been a lie if she'd have said to us, is it my birthday today? And I'd have said no. When it, but we didn't so do instead, that. Instead, she woke up on her birthday, and you just stayed yeah. silent. <laughs> but then <laughs> the lie comes in a few days later when you go, "Happy birthday! It's your birthday today." I mean, <laughs> it's just it's great because, like, I, I I see what you're saying, James. It is it is justifiable in context because at the end of the day, kids kids they don't, don't when know. They're two years they? old, they don't know. But but it's just funny that you're <laughs> there's still obviously an element of guilt there <laughs> that, you <can laughs> that you're seeing her in the morning and going. Hello, Rachel. Normal day, isn't it? <laughs> I, remember, I, remember, I remember when that happened because I remember sending sending you a message about that, and I was like, "It's Rachel's birthday today. She's got no idea." I yeah, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got any balloon stories? Tweet us <laughs> at the computer game. <laughs> if she asked me if it's a birthday, I would have said, "She goes, Daddy, what day is it today? It's Tuesday." Yeah, she's we, we still, she still. She still had an amazing birthday just a couple of days later. Does she know what really her was. birthday is now? Yes. Anyway. Tuesday. <laughs> it's on a Tuesday, Daddy. My 
birthdays once every two years. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's um, do one more and then wrap it up. Okay. Um, you mean what? Completely? Because there's We've a whole ton of tweets. We've only done like three tweets. There's loads of them. Come on. It's Let's lock them out. It, we're two hours in, Matt. It, 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 no, that's nothing. That's not, come on, James. All right. Oh. Phil Wall says, uh, Miyamoto said that Link's full name is Link Link. Which other characters are so good they should be named twice? <laughs> is that... That's, that's got to be it a joke, is, He's just it? on a wind-up, isn't he? Is, is well, someone, someone said on Twitter, which I didn't read the article about it, I saw the link to the Link Link story. The Link and, Link. Um, uh, uh, um, and they turned around and said, do you not understand that he was clearly being asked shit questions all day and that was his way of just throwing <laughs> you off? I just go, link, link, whatever, just next. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> um, yeah, I, what, what, but that so wasn't the question. He's like, obviously, it's going through a translator, but he's doing the equivalent of, yeah, he's, yeah his name's fucking Link Link, you twat. <laughs> fucking, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> just leave me alone. Um, yes, yeah, so I enjoyed playing Mario, making the first Mario. Next question. Um, no, that wasn't <laughs> the question they were asking, though. So what character would you like to hear named twice? Think of a really long character name. It's probably a Dark Souls one, right? Uh, I can't think of any. Um, I, can't, I can't think of any that, you know, get, get any comedic value out of just having the same name. Twice. <laughs> Do- donkey Donkey? You say Donkey Kong? No, because it would be Donkey Kong Donkey Kong. Well, no, because... That's pretty yeah, good. Okay, that works. <laughs> I assume Donkey's his first name and Kong was a surname. Um, uh... So yeah, donkey, donkey. I think you're right, That's actually. So, yeah, it'd be Donkey Donkey. Donkey Donkey is yeah. a good answer, then. So I'm Fuck. getting the feeling um, of what Miyamoto feels like now. Yeah. Can, can okay. we move on? Ne- <laughs> yeah, let's Next do question. it. Alex79 UK says, uh, question for the show. Straight Dave, you get involved in some drunk fumbling with one of the other podcasters. Which one? Wooden Atman. That, um, no, that, that's not a question. <laughs> who's if I had who's to choose, running the bath now? <laughs> if I had to choose, it would be Matt, because he's clearly the cleanest. <laughs> How little, you know. No, you've, you've got good hygiene, <laughs> yeah, I, do, I think. Yeah. I, w- I wash my bits for least once a month. Look, just because I don't iron my shirts, right, I'm still clean. Mm. <laughs> you, then you I got... Feel, I feel, sorry, I feel like I'm protesting too much. Dave, fuck me, come on. <laughs> 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 you, got that, you, got that be- you got that beard and that, and you're always getting on walks. I just... Yeah. <laughs> I resent the implication. This is abs- horrible. James, come on. <laughs> you're nowhere near... What? <laughs> You've always wearing sweatshirts for a start. Oh god! <laughs> Imagine. Well, In just the underarm. <laughs> I'm not calling you dirty, but I, by five thirty, I reckon should probably you know sort yourself out. It's pretty much one of the worst things you've ever said to me, David. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Good. Simon Saint says, uh, "Which game has the best shooting, Destiny or Doom?" That was Doom, obviously. Is really? it? Yeah, I haven't played enough Doom, yeah. but Destiny feels so good shooting-wise. No, no, De- Doom's got much better like, action. If Doom, like if do, if you could take Doom, like a game as good as Doom, and put the Destiny shit around it. That's surely one of the best games ever made. I and I'm sure people you... listen to this and go, "No, I'd fucking ruin Doom if you did that." Yeah, but that's but, not what you're saying, is it? You're just saying no, no. with that on top of it would make a good game. And I think you're right. Yeah. But still, the Destiny shooting was fantastic. Like popping heads in Destiny. You didn't get that yeah. satisfaction in Doom. 
Doom, Doom was kind of like spray bullets and they die. And that was brilliant. I'm not putting that down. Trust me, I am not putting that down. Um, but popping heads in Destiny was fucking really good fun. I hope Andy listens to this. If we were voting, I hope he don't. I don't know. I don't need him <laughs> as a listener. Um, <laughs> if we were voting, you two would vote Doom. Yeah, I would. And you'd vote I mean, Destiny. I haven't paid Matt. enough Doom yet to comment, but Destiny just feels so good. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, yeah, probably Destiny for me. Okay. Did we talk about next one? Destiny Two has been, you know, confirmed for this year, and there, there's like an exclusivity know, with Sony for the, for three months. So that's almost certainly going to open up. You know, the uh, Sony's E3 conference. We're not. I can't we're wait far to away. play yeah, that. I'm so excited to see what they do. Same. I reckon they're really going to nail it this time. Now, <laughs> I know we said that a lot about Destiny, but I think they're really going to nail it. I can't wait for Destiny Two. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be big. Okay, next one's from Athena Allen. She says, uh, I played the Switch this weekend. Why are you all so wrong on it? I should be wrong about it. Um, what? Turner's is proper down on it. Matt cancelled his pre-orders. Sean is filled with trepidation. No idea what Farley thinks. I tune out whenever he talks. Uh, as, does Athena listen to this show? How have I been down on yeah. it? And how am I filled with trepidation? I'm fucking well I mean, up for it. Cows- and how has Matt cancelled any no, of his I've pre-orders? And I, I'm psyched <laughs> as fuck. I, if anything, I wish I was less hyped because I'm only going to be disappointed. But yeah, I can't wait. What'd she say about James? Uh, I don't know. Care. I tend to tune out whenever I read her, her tweets. So yeah. <laughs> I um, I I'm not. And I hate the fans. <laughs> I think I've been quite fair on it, haven't I? Like I, I think as hardware, I think it's going to be really exciting. I just. I've got mm. no reason to buy one at this point. I was disappointed mm. with the announcement because there wasn't a huge amount of games out day one. As we said while we were playing Rocket League, uh, PSVR had a stronger launch lineup than the Switch did, which is insane. <laughs> um, but, I, I mean, I really like it and I'm going to get one at the end of the year. It's just it's not right for me to get one now. As I said, the main reason was because we were talking, because I'm getting well excited, like seeing everyone get pumped for it and talking about pre-orders and all this sort of stuff, right? I was totally getting swept away and I was thinking that, man, I really want to switch now. Like, I really do. But um, and in our sort of group chat, there was people going, well, just sell your Wii U and put the money towards it and stuff. And I'm saying, yeah, but I can't not have a Mario game in this house. That's not going to go down well. Yeah, I was thinking this as well, the same thing. It's like, they've got, I've got a lot of games for Wii U, actually, that I play with the kids, and if I was just to get rid of them, they'd be pretty upset. Yeah. If Odyssey was there day one, then yes, I would be getting a Switch, but uh, it's not, so I'll get that when it comes out. That's that's the way I'm looking at it. Is that it? Are we done now? That's it, yeah. Cool. Matt, how yes. can they contact the show? What do you want them to do on social media you can, this week? Uh, tweet us. We're at Computer Game Pod on Twitter. We, we love getting your feedback and your comments throughout the week. So hit us up on Twitter. Oh, I don't, apparently. <laughs> Sean doesn't. Uh, neither does Dave. Neither does <laughs> I'll, I'll just tell you to go but fuck I yourself. I love engagement. No, I love it when people tweet in. <laughs> I just don't want to play games with you. <laughs> yeah, tweet all you want. Just don't add us on PSN. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we're computer game, at Computer Game Pod on Twitter. We're also on Facebook, uh, Twitch, all the rest. Um, new episodes go up on our YouTube channel. Just search for The Computer Game Show or go to youtube.com slash The Computer Game Show. This week, uh, we put up a video of us four playing Rocket League, and it's it's a pretty decent video. I liked it, so have a watch of that. Uh, you can also email the show at uh, thecomputergameshow at gmail.com. Cool. Um And we'll see you next week. Thanks for living it. Goodbye. Bye.
Yeah, bye-bye. Yeah, bye-bye.